Bobby Bones post show pre show. Hey everybody, hope you guys had a good weekend. I have a couple stories I wanted to share that we didn't get to on the show, which were actually great stories. But a Northeast Arkansas couple won one million dollars on a scratch off lottery ticket they didn't ask for. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. They purchased the ticket Tuesday at Jordan's Quick Stop. They asked for four tickets, a $2 scratch off, two $10 tickets, and a five-buck bundle. The cashier misunderstood and gave her a $1 million spectacular wow. ticket instead. Lucky mistake, they won a thousand bucks, or a million bucks. That is insane. And you'll hear later, Lunchbox obviously didn't win the lottery because it's here today. But when you hear stories about people getting tickets that they didn't buy, didn't want, and then winning, how does that make you feel? Makes me want to vomit. Like, it's just awful. Like, they didn't even deserve it because they didn't even want it. Like, they, they should have said... Right when the ticket was handed to them, they should have handed it back and said, hey, I don't want this ticket. But no, of course, the lottery gods shine down on them. But wouldn't have, if it happened to me, I'd have been like, you know what? Maybe I'd most have this ticket. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah. Well, obviously, you were. Yeah, I wouldn't have given it back. Yeah, what a blessing. <sighs> what a blessing. Yeah. Do you break them off a little uh, scratch? For a million bucks? Mm-hmm. Well, the store already gets a little scratch. But, but does, does that the employee? Person... Yeah, maybe I go back and give them a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Because at the end of the day. You're going to get. Well, it's still a lot, right? But let's say, let me do the math here. You win a million bucks, 34% taxes on that. 700. So, sure. 700. Yeah. I think you, but again, I just know if, if you're playing a lottery and you don't have any money, the last thing you're going to do is give a big chunk of it to somebody you don't know. Right. But maybe. But they're the only reason why you have it. And this is a different story than if you just buy one from somebody. Correct. Correct. Right. Yes. So that's why I would feel like I need to mm-hmm. because their mistake helped me. Yeah. If I went in and bought it and just a person handed it to me, I may not remember who it was if I go home. and mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I probably would because this situation is different. Yeah. Like, thank you for making a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, here's, her, here's like, your cut. I'd like to thank you with a couple thousand bucks. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, huh? Uh, a baggage claim sticker led police to a suspect in a homicide. They found the uh, – have you guys seen this story, by the way? No. The, the dead body in the, in the suitcase? No. The man arrested in connection with a homicide involving human remains discovered in suitcases was linked because of the baggage claim stickers. This guy, 28 years old, was charged Tuesday with the murder of a 33-year-old guy. They found his dismembered remains in two suitcases in Denver. They were processing the scene. They noticed a United Airlines bag claim sticker that said some stuff that it shouldn't have said, like different place, different time. They were like, let me investigate this. Boom. So he left the tags on his suitcase? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. If I were committing a crime, nope. I'd be so buttoned up. I mean, you would it's think. It's like driving with, you know, a bunch of cocaine in your trunk and running that white, hitting that white line on yeah. the right. Or having an expired license. Yeah. It's like, you better do everything exactly right yeah. if you're doing something else really wrong. Why is he traveling with the body anyway? No, he, I don't think he was traveling. I think that he just had the, the body parts in the suitcase and then he left the tags of when he did travel back in the day. Oh, I thought he took it to the airport, like, and put it through... And they, were they like, saw the bag and had the, the, cl- the claim sticker yeah. on it. Got, yeah, from yeah. a previous yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, that was not very smart. <laughs> he did not think that Although, through. Although, if I, I think got... about it, I still have my tags from when I travel. Like... Well, yeah, but if you, but you put also a, dead a dead body, body on it, you right, right. rip it off. <laughs> like, that's like the, he might as well have had his name embroidered on his luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite. Also, yeah. don't you just throw bodies in acid? Isn't oh, it? from Breaking Bad? In a barrel. We all learned that, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what people do? Like, I don't know. I'd be terrible at committing a crime. 
There was a story, and I haven't read it yet, but I think maybe Eddie sent it in about the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I have sent it Did in. Did you too. guys send it in? Mm-hmm. A Nashville lawyer that got, got in trouble because he explained to someone how to make an attempt, a murder, look like an accident. An accident. Well, so I have the story handed to me. Does, you want to <laughs> explain it to me? Yeah, so, so he read a face, he, the lawyer read a Facebook page of post about, you know, oh, how do I do this or whatever? And he was just like, hey, I'm a lawyer. I know the legal way to do this. And he shared how to make it an accident. After a woman made a post on Facebook in 2017 seeking advice on how to handle possible abuse and, or harassment, the attorney said, hey, lure, lure the man into your home and then shoot him. Yeah. He advised her to claim the man broke in with a plan to harm her. Quote, even with the new stand your ground law, the Castle Doctrine is a far safer basis for the use of deadly force, he wrote. As a lawyer, I advise you to keep mum about this if you're remotely serious. Your defense is that you are afraid for your life, revenge, or premeditation of any sort. And, so and anyway, now it's on Facebook. Yeah. Like what? You got to create a fake account if you're going to say that crap. Right. He, he probably was just trying to promote his law firm, though. Because <laughs> well, they you suspended think, it. They suspended his. You got to think, Bones, like he's doing this because that's what he does for a living. And I get that it was someone that was, I mean, she's could be concerned, obviously, for her own safety. But is he not thinking of the repercussions this could have on someone psychologically? Well, you also think, too, that smart people are going to do smart things. And, and I'm sure it'd be pretty smart to be a lawyer. But that's an example of a smart person doing a dumb thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting on Facebook and telling you how to cheat the system when you kill somebody. But I would wonder, too, if he's doing that on Facebook, has he ever, if uh, you went to his office as a client with the, the door shut, is he like, all right, this is how to get it done? Well, Does he advise that to clients before? If you give him a dollar, he can never tell. Now, is that real? Because I've seen that on Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. But, but can you just agree in principle for them to represent you, or do you have to literally give them a dollar? Because then confidentiality, once you pay an attorney. I don't know, because if it's pro bono, or do you still have to be confident? I mean, you know, what, what's the word? Confidentiality? Confidential. Confidential? I, I think you should always be confident. <laughs> My brain wasn't thinking of the full word for some reason, but that is, that's a question that I would like to have answered. A man from New York chose to go to jail rather than return his dog to his company. He's an exterminator, and the dog is a bedbug-sniffing dog, but he was laid off, and he was like, I'm not giving the dog back. Like, I love Aww. the dog. The oh. pest control professional is in a fight with his former employer, Eminem Environmental in Queens, over his loyal partner, a bedbug-sniffing pit bull named Roxy. I wonder what this dog would cost that company, right? Oh, that's hard. I'm sure people, myself included, will put a few bucks in and buy the dog or pay for the training of a new dog. Mm-hmm. But why did he get fired? Laid off. Difference. Oh, laid off. Okay. Yes, you're right. That's a difference. Uh, he worked with Roxy for four years inspecting commercial and residential properties before he was laid off from the company in March. And so, again, big difference in laid off. And March is when Corona was really starting to hit. Sure. Um, although the dog had been provided, which covered her food and veterinary bills, she lived with them. That's just wild for that company to want to pull that dog back after mm-hmm. they kept care of that dog. Oof. Well, yeah, but it is of value to them. Even though you're the caregiver, it's still not your dog. Mm, I don't know. I know it's hard. I'm not saying I'm on anybody's side here, but yeah. The pair have been inseparable. What I would do if I were the judge, I'd bring him in. I'd say, okay, company, you're there. Guy who has the dog has been laid off, you're there. Where's the dog? And I have the dog come in. And then I would pull out a chainsaw. And I would say, yeah. (laughs) And then I would say, you're both fighting for this dog. I'm going to cut this dog in half and give both of you a half. And then? (laughs) 
Do you not know the story from the it's Bible? Biblical. <laughs> yeah. Do you not know the story from the Bible? They didn't use a chainsaw. No, though. but they they were going to cut they were going to cut the baby in half. <laughs> yeah. And the mom of the baby goes, "Don't cut the baby in half. You take the baby. I'd, I'd rather have the baby be safe." So whomever stood up and said, "No, first mm. they can have it," I would give them the dog. Gonna, which was which would be the guy? I'm gonna write that sermon down for next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, you'll hear Eddie talk later on about how he's uh, doing church at his house now. He's making up the sermons. I think next week's going to be the cutting the baby in half. Freak him out a little bit. Well, it's not such a freak well, out you, you story. Tell, you tell a six, a seven-year-old, and a 13-year-old that story, they're going to be like, huh? Add the chainsaw part, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. No, there's no chainsaw. <laughs> I know. That's why I said add oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> add it in there. Um, there's just got to be a way out of this. I would love to know where they are in this situation now because that company, I would think, since they are dollars and cents, I would think that if you could train another dog for them and they could have another dog, that they would allow that dog to be with that guy. Mm. You right? think. Yeah, but it could be extremely expensive. My point, right, is that if we could provide, that's all, that's all I I'm mean, saying. I'm sure this happens, like, if you're a police officer oh, and you yeah. have a canine dog that you work closely with or you're in the military and you work with a military dog like just because you get out or you're let go from your position or whatever do you that's that's a dog that is highly qualified and trained that the military probably can't just let you take him home well i would say that each case is independent and i would look and did the dog live with them for a long period of time mm-hmm. what is it called again yeah. Or you pull out the chainsaw. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. In court. And everybody goes, ah! Yeah. And they both go, cut it in half. We'll take half. And you're like, oh, crap. Oh, right. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> All right. Nobody gets the dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. What else do I have here on my notes to talk about? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you watched our friend, the Jake Owen? Well, Jake Owen's in the movie. But yeah. it's Dakota Fanning, right? Yeah. Is it Dakota she, Fanning? Yeah. No, Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? Dakota Fanning. I was like, the young, Mrs. Doubtfire, is that her? The little girl? No. That's L. I don't know. Well, you, whatever. Anyway, yes, I watched it. And Jake did awesome. I will say, for his debut acting role, he, he went, you know, sometimes I was nervous when he first popped up on the screen, like, oh, you just get awkward for them because you don't want it to be like they're acting and this is weird. But it was him. He did such a good job. I mean, not him. But the role, he took on the character, and he did a really great job. Like, I never once felt awkward for him. Except for this one time towards the end when he was being a real jerk. But it wasn't even him. I, f- I didn't feel awkward for his acting skills. I felt awkward for the character he was having to play. So you thought he was a pretty good actor? Yeah! What do you think about the movie? It's depressing. Oh, really? Very sad. Yeah, very, 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 very sad. Well, I say if there's hope and, like, friendships and stuff, just be in the right mood. I was not in the space for a sad movie. So just heads up on that. I was reading an article about movies that always make you cry regardless of how many times you watch it. Mm-hmm. Is there a movie or a scene that you see and then, because the first thing that came to my head was Rudy. And it's not, not sad, but when he finally gets in the game, makes a tackle. Good one. I'm always like, oh, hold it back. Every time. You? Steel Magnolias. And that's sad though, right? Yes, yeah. that's for sure sad. Mine, I'm moved to tears because of good, something cool happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah you too? Yeah, Field of Dreams when he's playing ball with his dad yeah. at the very end. Lunchbox? Oh, man, Braveheart, when he gives that speech, you know, you know, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our free. I mean, chills down your back. It's just like this dude, he's got it. You know, I never get chills on my back, oddly. I get chills on my legs sometimes. Oh, weird. Oh, I get them down my back. The back of my neck, the top part of my neck. I think that's it. 
Oh, the, the, the neck. I mean, if it, you neck, get them down your back lunchbox, like all the way down yeah, your back. Yeah, all down the back. Like it just whoo, everything. It's like wow, those are all the feels. That one and on Remember the Titans when he he cuts his best friend. That's that's good. That's a good one too. Woo! I haven't seen that in a long time. I, I, the TV world. Every time Jim and Pam get married. On the office, but then the the whole crew comes down and does and the, the dance. The, yeah, the YouTube dance. One, you two, cry? three, four. Yeah. One, two, three, four. And they yeah. all come down. Oh. I know. And I've seen it a thousand <laughs> times. But every time that happens, I'm kind of getting used to telling the TV to put on Peacock now. Got my cable system at Peacock for free. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I just beep. I go put it on the cock. <laughs> It can't, you don't. Does it understand? Yeah. yeah. Stop. It's like, okay, you got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it drives Caitlin crazy, too, because I nicknamed Peacock the Cock. And I'm like, hey, just put it on the cock. We'll watch, uh, watch uh, uh, The Office. She's like, stop calling it that. And I'll push the button, and I go, beep. And you can just tell your TV what to do This with the cable yeah. system I have. And I go, beep. I go, the cock. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, it doesn't know. It's, she goes, hey, she thinks... She it thinks you're saying, saying peacock. peacock. I'm it like, thinks. I'm like, no, no, no. It knows like me. We just go. We just call it the cock. <laughs> so I just push it. And go. I'm like, all right, beep. Uh, the yeah. cock. So I watch The Office on the cock pretty much yeah, good. every night. I'm getting good. used to that though. Now the the hell. I wasn't gonna talk about this. I, I didn't write it down as a note, but it reminded me. Caitlin trolled Eddie so bad in text oh messages last gosh. week. Oh my gosh. Doing what? Well, hold on. It's hilarious. Let, let me show you. So there was a girl. Oh, the Did, the Snapchat or the whatever where she made you into a girl with yeah. hair. <laughs> she made Eddie into a girl. Oh, mm-hmm. and took away all his beard. And she sent Eddie a picture of this girl and goes, "Hey, this girl hit me up on my DM. Said she knew you. Um, no, dated in college. Yeah, dated Eddie from back in college. And is asking me for coffee. Do you know her? And Eddie's like, No, no, I don't know her. No. Can I say what you said? No. <laughs> what did you no. say? No. <laughs> Even though it's true, no, you can't say it. Well, Eddie didn't know it was him. Do you want to see the picture? Yeah. I can show I you. I mean, she's not a bad looking girl. Uh, Is that yeah, what you said? Yeah, right? She's not she's a bad not looking bad. girl. She, I mean, but I knew for a fact I didn't date her in college. Would you have known that? I'll, and I'll show, I'll show it to the camera. Would you have known that's Eddie? No. I mean, now I see Eddie, it. Eddie, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I totally see it. It looks like. Can you see it? Yeah. 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 No. I mean, that's crazy. She sent Eddie this picture, but I think a girl would just do better with her eyebrows than, than that. Look at that. Well, well, I, I mean, think they look fine. That looks eyebrows. more of like a normal girl than when I sh- I saw the one she did a view. Yeah, I was like, see, oh put my god. the Bobby gosh. one up, Buds. Well, she was, it was the first time she'd ever used that app. She perfected it before she went after Eddie. Yeah. Yours is just straight you with hair. Yeah. yeah. This was, she was like, do you know, th- here, let me do this. Yeah. She's like, do you know this girl? <laughs> but it also, it kind of could look like Courtney Cox from afar. What? Yes. No. When she wears the big thick glasses. Yeah. It kind of looks like Sarah Sanders a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Or that. <laughs> she got me good though, dude. She, so she said you didn't fall for it. No, I did it. Cause she was very new at turn. She loves pranks. And so she had Eddie up and kept him going. And then she told him, and he didn't realize that she told him it was her, him. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I recorded a video of Eddie going, hey, I heard some girl. And he's like, yeah, man, I don't even know this girl. <laughs> and then she finally was like, Eddie, that's you. I was already down the rabbit hole of like, people, what's wrong with people saying that they dated me in college and they really didn't? People are crazy. What's wrong? Funny, huh? <laughs> um, I'll mention this, too. They did a reading on Stanley, my dog. Amy bought it for me. Did you read it? Oh, the reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, it's a one girl. This she woman does, the reading. does readings on dogs by looking at a picture of them. Mm-hmm. 
Did Yeah. So I sent it to y'all. I didn't read it, but then I asked Caitlin for the Cliff's notes. Yeah. So she sent me like certain things from it. So I don't know. I, I don't know what all it was saying or if you thought it was could be real or not my real. I don't with, know. You know, people that do readings or psychics, my problem in general is there's a lot of information about me that's out there that you can find. Books, Google. Right, but was there anything that was... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying because that she 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 talked to my dog too. If whatever, I just I mean, don't. I don't believe. I'm just saying I don't believe in it. I don't either. And she said that Stanley, my dog, told her he's not going to believe this. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. But Stanley uh-huh. told her that you are not going to believe she, it when yeah, you read I, it. I think she asked him. <laughs> she she said, "Is there anything you want me to tell Bobby?" And he goes, "Nothing. This is all BS anyway. He's not going. He's never going to believe this BS." Oh wow! Yeah, and that is what you're thinking right See, now. So it has else? to be true. Well, look so at that. I didn't. Okay, I didn't know that part. So um, how does that? Like what? That does seem weird because yeah. you've said before you don't believe it. Uh-huh. But I don't think this person. <laughs> the things that she talked to my dog about, some of it, again, was still a little vague, but was weird because there's it's not even out there. Nothing. It's like not stuff that's out there publicly. Was there anything that, that made you feel like that? Because you. It's not public. Yeah, maybe a little. For example, when we're gone, my assistant stays at the house with the dog. And sometimes we'll leave um, or we'll be here and she'll take the dog. And she's like, the dog at times is a little um, unsure about who it's supposed to be with at times. And I was like, yeah. But she knows you travel. The dog, not the assistant. I know, but the, the, the reader oh, knows maybe, that you leave Maybe, town. right? That's the th- She couldn't have nailed every one of these things, but I would still go in my mind because I'm so reluctant to believe anything that has no data or proof. Right. Yeah. That I would be like, no, there's no way. So she could be the best actual dog talk to her in the world, and I'm still going to not be convinced. Is it's Stanley like people- smart? Does she say that? Um, he's, a, he, he's smart-ish, but he's so stubborn sometimes that I know he knows what I'm saying, mm. and he just won't do it. So it feels dumb. But then there are times where he's highly motivated. <laughs> and they'll be like, hey, go take a left here, seven steps, do a little bark, backflip. He'll just nail it all. What's deceiving? Because he looks like he's always going, hmm, yeah. like what? I don't know if he's smart. Because sometimes he does really smart things. Sometimes he does really dumb things because he just refuses to move. Mm. But he's pure bulldog. Our other dog, we've, that we're doing training, and the dog trainer came over to the house with um, Eller last week. Eller. She's still struggling a bit, the dog is, because she's not used to not being on the street. We also got it. And she's a lot younger than they told us. So she's only now like four months. Oh. When we got her, they were like, yeah, she's four to five months old. And now we've had her for a month. Um, but her, her baby teeth, there's just a the whole thing. So, but she is still a bit aggressive or was because she, they got her off the street. Mm-hmm. So we took her, still adjusting. It's tough to bond with Eller right now because she's so scared and screamy of everything. She's getting much better. And the trainer's done great work. And we, the trainer's trained us to work with her. And when we leave, the trainer will take Eller. And it's great. So, but we're working. And she's like, hey, the next couple months are still going to be tough. Extremely tough. Um, but yeah, so we're, that's a work in progress too. So, but great. Yeah. That's all. Eller. I, again, same, I felt the same about the name. <laughs> no, I'd forgotten her name. So I was like, Eller. Eller is, fr- and we were also told it was a different kind of dog than it is. What is it? Well, we were told it was like mostly Australian Shepherd, but now we know through a DNA test that it is. Uh, what's the uh, what's like a big dog for Colwood? Husky. 
husky Ooh. and greyhound and and uh, hound. Cool. It's like three quarters husky, a quarter hound. Hmm. And they're like, so she's gonna bark and be very vocal, but she's like, you can train this dog to like, if you go now, they'll jump up and bite somebody's arm and pull them down. Whoa. Like police dog stuff. Jeez. Wow. Let's not try that when I come in the house. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it. I think. But no, I appreciate you buying that that for me. With that. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it'd be interesting. It was interesting. My you, reading was... You can read ours. Read it. You have the whole thing. I know you sent it over without reading it. Yeah, because I didn't know. Go I mean, some it. of my stuff was personal, so I just forwarded over. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to read it. One of them was like, but it, I, you know, I don't believe it. So. Well, I don't either. That's like, the thing. It's such a weird space to be in because even as I'm receiving it, I'm putting a lot of weight into it. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really believe this. And then, yeah, like, I'm, I don't really believe it, but I'm trying to respect your privacy because, like, I don't know what your dog is saying about you. Apparently, and then, my dog is hiding some of my shame. Is what she said? Wait, what? I I th- yes. Caitlin said that I think both of y'all yeah. had some uh-huh. shame and, and maybe she you was like, from, like, your She was like, you're age 20s. 20. Age 20 is a shame year, Stanley tells me. I'm like, Stanley wasn't even alive. Stanley's only been alive a year and a half. So is Stanley just kind of listening to your conversations and retaining no, all this stuff? No, because I don't have, I don't, I don't feel like I have any shame from. Weird. Then. So then, okay. Right. Maybe, maybe I do, then don't remember it. But how would Stanley know? Come on. Exactly. Guys, I don't know. I mean, we talked to my cousin too, and I'm like, I don't know, but then she nails stuff. She's nailed way too many for me to be like, I still don't believe in psychics. I, do, I told Caitlin, I was like, I'm going to need to ask my psychic cousin about the psychic dog person. And she was like, yeah, psychic on psychic. Because I'm just curious. Ooh, psychic like, on psychic what, crime. Ooh, yeah. what, what do they think about each other? I don't know. I mean. I do believe, though, people have. Gifts. Innate abilities. I don't know. Or gifts that we don't quite understand. Mm -hmm. However. Yeah, she said, I think for this particular person, she didn't even know she could talk to animals until one time she was at the ocean or something. Like a Dr. Doolittle. Like a a shark? A dolphin or a whale or something started talking to her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They do say alcohol was involved. (laughs) How many Bahama Mamas did she have? I don't know. I could have that story wrong. What if, though, example, you could really hear animals. And, and nobody no, believed nobody you. Believed I know. That would, that would stink. I know. And she's a Christian, and I'm sure a lot of Christians listening right now would have issues with her even saying that or her, her whatever kind of gift it is. I'm just saying, like, she's a sweet person. She's not, and not that people, the other people that talk to animals are not sweet people. I guess I'm just saying, I don't know her personally, but from what I've heard, she's a very kind, normal, per, you know, person that know. didn't. Over under two crystals in her house. <laughs> if it's over, probably not that normal. Yeah. I don't know. Crystal well, anyway, people. I got it. It's good. Um, Amy's cousin, I don't say that she's not real anymore. I don't say she's real, but I've, I've eliminated me going, can't be true. Right. Yeah. She said a few things that you kind of like. That were future, that were, that were just speculation mm-hmm. based. Going, I, or just predictive, I should say. She, it wasn't speculating because she didn't have any history of yeah. no. But she, she predicted things that happened, many of them. Right, because so it didn't necessarily pertain to things that are out there about yeah. you publicly that she may Google and find out. Yeah, crazy. But it was, yeah, so I don't know. Um, okay, I think that's all my notes. Something maybe we'll talk about tomorrow. Eddie, I just have a note here written about you that says Eddie's unique parenting technique. Ooh, this is a good one. It's just, a good just one. Just give me a tease because if it's so good, I may hold it till tomorrow. Uh, okay, so so um, I'll give you a little tease. So this is – I'm pretty sure that this way of – and it's not punishment. It's a learning lesson for your child if he's acting a certain way. 
Uh, and I'm pretty sure that no one's ever done this. And I'm telling you, it works 100%. Nobody in the history of no. parenting has ever done no this. Chance. You've done this. Oh, yeah. So, like, you're not. So, okay. I, I mean, it was just something that came to me, and I'm like, let me try it and see how it works. And then I did it. And it's a 30 minute process. If you can stick with it, it's amazing, dude. It works. How did you think of it? Uh, I was just listening to a certain song, and it reminded me of it. Oh, wait. I think I know the story. <laughs> Do you? Oh, I, how much did you read of, of the note I sent you? I think all of it. It had to, it involved, I'm, I'm, I don't want to give too much, making your, your son listen to something. Uh-huh. Over and over and over. And it's not like that, like heavy metal punishment or whatever they do in... Like torture when they yeah, play outside, it's not, of, it's not outside like of Gaddafi's house they're playing. <laughs> Although I guess it could be, but no, it's very unique. Hmm, okay. That's interesting, huh? Yeah. You gonna do that tomorrow? Sure. Or you gonna do it now? I mean, we can, I'd, I'd, I'd rather hear it now. Perfect. That means tomorrow. <laughs> that means the tease was effective. You oh, got her. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I'm I was gonna... just thinking if in case I weren't run into any uh, disobedience at the house. Oh, yeah. Well, I you can, can always do it, do it tomorrow. Know, yeah. mm-hmm. Just tell them. Be like, uh, you're in trouble. Punishment's coming tomorrow. Check back with you at noon tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Mike, save that. We may, we'll do it in the post show tomorrow. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, cool. Uh, on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, if you want to follow me. By the way, today is Good Luck Monday. Oh. So anybody that follows me today on Instagram has good luck this whole week. Oh, wow. Yeah, Mr. Bobby Bones. So if, but if you don't, if you hear me say this and you don't follow me, that's bad luck. Oh, my. So well, be careful. Because we believe in that. We do. <laughs> it, let, hey, let that be on you. Mm-hmm. If you hear my voice saying this and you're not following me right now on Instagram or you're already following, it's going to be a bad week for you. But if you do follow, it's going to be a good week for you. Uh, okay. I think that's it. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. Looked at my notes. We finished it all. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Welcome back to another week. Hello, friends. I'm Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Spent the weekend doing Running Wild with Bear Grylls. Can tell you some stuff, not a lot, but Caitlin and I did it together. But I'm uh, just glad to be back and safe and in one piece. Yes, we're glad to have you back. Thank you very much. But you can hear Bear's uh, interview on the show on Friday's podcast if you want to hear that. I thought we would talk about these artists that are on Cameo. You know, last week you were talking about that Puxatani Phil. Oh, yeah, the groundhog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go, and I couldn't stop thinking about how expensive it is to get that groundhog to send you a Cameo video. 80 bucks. Yeah. $80. And so this is not a commercial for Cameo. I'm not on Cameo. I'll give you two celebrities. You tell me who costs more to get a personalized video from. Okay, Amy? Okay. Dina Carter, singer of Strawberry Wine. Or Jana Kramer. I got the first kiss. She'll get the last. By the way, they're around the same price. What do you think the price is? <laughs> if Puxatani Phil is eighty bucks, I I feel like Dana Kramer has a lot going on. She would she could probably charge a lot for you know if someone was an old school Friday Night Lights fan. They'd be like, oh, OG Jana Kramer or One um, Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. I mean, she's just done a lot. Her podcast, all that. So I'll go Jana Kramer's. They're both around. A hundred. So the winner is one hundred seventy-five dollars, and it's Dina Carter. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. At one hundred seventy-five bucks, Jana's one fifty. Mm, okay. 
Lee Bryce, or Jake Owen. Jake Owen's more. I would think this would be such a simple one. It's not. No. What is it? Really? Lee Bryce. $199. And Jake is? $150. Wow. I would have bet my whole wallet on that. And you'd be broke. And I'd be How do they, sorry, who gauges the price? The person? The person. Yeah. Okay. So that's just the thing. Like. No, I get it. Yeah. But shocking to me. Uh, next up, Matt Stell. Every single day before I knew your name, I could face, but I prayed for you. Or Granger Smith. Freedom is the miles I'm rolling on. Granger's more because he's also two people in one. Granger's price is $89. Oh. Matt Stell is $100. What? Oh, wow. Wow, because Granger could also be Earl Dibble. He might have Junior. another one for Earl. Oh, and Earl might be more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's do a couple more here. Morgan Evans. Sometimes you gotta kiss somebody. He has a couple hits. Also married to Kelsey Ballerini. Who knows? She may show up in one with him. I don't know. Or... Travis Denning. But after a few drinks, it's always the same thing. The winner is 50 bucks. Morgan Evans. Yeah. Okay. Barely. 50 to 40 bucks, but Morgan Evans is the winner there. Okay, here's one. I'm going to tell you, these two are both at least $200. Wow. So it's on the expensive side. Leanne Rimes. Or Sarah Evans. Now her daddy's in the kitchen staring at the window, scratching and rocking his brain. I'm going to say Leanne Rimes charges more. Leanne Rimes charges $333. Woo! Sarah Evans is 200 bucks, so Leanne Rimes is all right. See if you can guess just how much these other ones are. Okay. If you're just playing that game. This is not how much I would pay, by the way. It's just I'm guessing. Someone's taking their hostility out on future <laughs> social media users. No, I just am trying to, that's how I've been thinking. The situation from Jersey Shore. Oh, pfft. he probably charged, yeah, I think he needs the money, so he might charge 200 $300. Okay. How about Lindsay Lohan? Oh, man, 350 400 it's good. Got a little estimator there. Drew Brees. You paid this much. It goes to charity, but Drew Brees has a price of two fifty. Five fifty. Okay. Wow. I almost went five hundred. Dang it! And he donates it. How about these two are very close? Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman are both around this number. Three hundred. Seven hundred. <gasps> Dang. What? And okay, Troy's wow. still on TV right now, so that's that's wow. Good for them. But do they donate it? <laughs> I don't think so. Who cares? I think Jake at least was donating his to charity for a while. Yeah. Still might be. That Lee Bryce Jake one really shook me. <laughs> you can't carry on. I can't move on. <laughs> it's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Welcome to the best countdown on the radio. It's all about good news. Let's go. Number five. A grandmother in L.A. beat covid after 20 days in the hospital. So last month, she went back and brought 800 tamales for the nurses, doctors, and the other staff hey, to share. Hey, that's awesome. She said it took her five days to make them all. That's fantastic. Number four. Two random people in Missouri pulled a driver from a burning truck and saved his life. Now cops are trying to track him down to say thanks. 
A guy who got on a video said the whole thing was really inspiring to watch. That cab was already on fire when they got there to try to help that guy. Seeing something like that kind of checks your perspective pretty quick and lets you know what really matters. These people that run into fires, firefighters or people like a burning truck, that's crazy because this thing could blow up. That's hero stuff right there. Number three. Chick-fil-A opened a new location in Michigan but couldn't hold a big grand opening like they usually do, obviously. So instead, they're giving 100 healthcare workers free food for a year. Nice. And they've been doing this at other new locations since May. Because the deal was the first 100 people in would get it for a year, so people would be camped out around the store. But you can't do that now because of COVID. But I like what they pivoted to. Number two. A family in Texas almost died in a fire because three of them have COVID and couldn't smell the smoke. No way. Oh, crazy. Oh, no. But a 17-year-old who's not sick went in the house, smelled it, and got everybody out of there. Dang, you didn't even think about that. Eddie, you had COVID? Yeah, I would have never known. I would have burned, for sure. You you needed your eyes to see it? Yeah. Wow. Number one. A doorbell cam video of a first grader named Allie Schroyer doing her Girl Scout cookie sales pitch has gone viral. After Allie's video was shared online, she smashed her own sales goal, selling 600 boxes. Here's a clip of her pitch that was caught on doorbell cam. Hello, I'm Allie. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? For two or three or four or five? For six or seven or eight or nine or ten? And I just wanted to say, I'm a Girl Scouter. Thank you. There you go. Which reminds me, there's a very famous story of a boy selling chocolate candy bars in oh. Central Texas. Yeah, yeah. And that kid now works on this show. And he still does his pitch about once a year. So, uh, Lunchbox, take it away. Man, I was a legend back in the day. And I would stand out in front of grocery stores. I'd knock on your door and you'd answer. And I'd have that candy bar in my hand. And I'd be like, hello, for our Little League fundraiser this year, we're selling world's finest chocolate with almonds in the middle. And I was wondering if you'd like to buy any. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and, you, I sold so many. And tell me that wouldn't get you. When I hit the world's finest chocolate, chocolate with, with almonds, almonds in, in the middle. middle that's, I mean, those candy bars were legit. They were legit. I don't oh like the gosh. nuts, though. I like straight oh. milk chocolate. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, Oh, I like the ones with the, the almonds. The were in the big. They were big, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. That was the Good News Countdown. Let's go over and talk to Mike, who is in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Hey, Mike, what's happening? Nothing much. Just headed home. Well, I appreciate How are you, you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Appreciate you calling. What can I help you with? So, I had a uh, personal question. I have an opportunity to work a two week on, two week off schedule and be at home with my kids more, or I could work a six week on, three week off schedule. And make more money for the kids. Ooh, it's tough. It is tough because if you have to make more money because of something that we don't know about with your kids, for example, if they had a medical condition, if I think that weighs into it. If all things are even, I say you do two on, two off. Because then you just you don't disappear as long. And it's important as someone who did not have parents present in their life, me, I think it's important to be present. So I would say you do two on, two off. That's my my suggestion, Amy. Mine too, with, but we don't know all the details. So that's what... That's you, a good question. Let me ask it. Mike, is there anything financially that you're having to make up for? Meaning if, you know, one of your kids is, is sick and you have bills to pay, you know, that is definitely a factor to weigh in here. Um, actually, no, there's nothing financially wise. Um but it's weighing heavy on me because I was kind of leaning towards the two and two. Because like Bobby, I didn't grow up with uh, parents. I uh, happened to be in foster care, actually. So you know what it's like then to not have someone always be present for you, right? Correct. 
but you also know what it's like to not have financial resources mm-hmm. too, right? So it's like like I understand both parts. I say two on, two off. Yeah, you'll feel better about what's going on with <laughs> your family, and then maybe later that money will will come. But I would choose family first here, Eddie. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. Uh, I, I, but I'm leaning with you guys too because I, I've just felt. And especially recently, I've had a little more time to spend with my family. We're not on the road much. And uh, I've just felt that they feel a lot better that way. The kids just love it when I'm home. Uh, When I go to work, they're always just like, oh, you're going to work again. It's just like I never got that, too, when I worked a lot. The money was never an issue when we were working a lot, obviously, because we were working a bunch. But when I was home, I realized that they really wanted me to be home more than, you know, them to get whatever they wanted whenever they wanted. Mike, why were you leaning toward two and two? Uh, because I didn't have parents growing up, so I understand that it, what it would be like to not have a dad around. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think if you're looking for us to kind of push you the direction you were already leaning, you got it. You know, we didn't know you were leaning that way. We all kind of feel that way for different reasons. What what way is your wife leaning? She thinks since they're young, I should go try to make as much money as possible and then try to be around later. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> I was just curious because, I mean, she might be like, you know, honey, go away at six weeks. It's fine. We'll be fine. I mean, because honestly, that is the reality for a lot of people. You have a choice, but think, uh, you know, I don't know your career, but military people, they don't have a choice and they leave for two, three months at a time, sometimes 12 months at a time, depending on the branch and what you do. But, uh, you know, and, and families figure out a way to make it work. So we're saying this, but ultimately the decision lies with you and your wife and what's going to be best for y'all's family. If there are three votes, you have one, your wife has one, and the show has one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have two votes saying two and two. That's what we're going to leave you with. How do you feel about that, Mike? Perfect. That sounds awesome. Y'all gave me great advice. I really appreciate it. And this is something that I can sit down and talk to my wife about. Play this back. Yeah, Yeah. pull it up. Pull the podcast up. Be like, hey, babe, listen, these are very intelligent people. She's amazing. It's fine. I got this. Go for six weeks. Do your thing. We'll be more financially secure. And he's going to be like, but, 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 Bobby, my friend Bobby, (laughs) he said. (laughs) Hey, Mike, I appreciate the call, man. And the fact, I'm going to tell you the truth. The fact that you called and to get a non-biased opinion from us about your family, that's weighing on you, right? That means you care, and I love that. And I think you've been through a lot in your life, and you'd hate to see your kids go through what you went through, even a bit of it. Heck, I'm nervous as crap to be a dad, because I didn't have a dad, and I wonder if I even know what to do. I never saw a successful parent. That I never got to experience. I never saw love between parents. I never. All of that is scary to me because I didn't experience it. And I'm going, well, if I learned it, how am I supposed to? If I didn't learn it, how am I supposed to know it? Okay, but I think, and just encouragement to him too, growing up in foster care is that maybe wasn't modeled to you as a child. But some people, even you just never know people's upbringings anyway. And they could have been, had two loving parents with them the whole time, but there's still things that went wrong and got messed up and you can't model, you can't do what your parents did or didn't do for you. You have to choose your path and do it for you. And Bobby, I'm not worried about you being a dad. I I think you're going to learn. I am. You're going to learn it. (laughs) I'm going to take some tutoring from Eddie. (laughs) Once a week. I'm going to sign up for Eddie's (laughs) yeah, Eddie's master class. Mike, good luck, man. Thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. All right. See you, bud. There he is, Mike and Fayetteville, Arkansas. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny.
Carrie Underwood talks about her new gospel album. When thinking about making an album like this, one thing I definitely wanted to do was to do the familiar. I wanted to do the traditional songs that I grew up singing. The songs on this album are literally songs that I've heard since birth. Luke Combs shares when he felt like he finally made it. I think the honest answer to that would be when I when I could like pay my bills doing music and not have to do another job, like that was making it for me. You know, like that was the goal was like not having to work 40 hours, not have to do the the cubicle office grind thing. Justin Moore on what inspired him to start a podcast. I felt like if I was just sitting around all day or even if I was being productive around the house, I felt like I had to be doing something to connect with people. Otherwise, I kind of felt lazy, to be honest with you. And there's only so many Instagram lives you can do. And, you know, I'm not great on social media. It's not my favorite thing to do. I don't enjoy it at all, to be honest with you. If I didn't have to have it for my job, I wouldn't. And so I thought it was a way for me to kind of connect with my fans on a little bit of a deeper level. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. An Ohio man has been lucky to not miss a meal or have trouble paying his rent during the pandemic, but he also knows that not everyone is so fortunate. Manuel Foggy is counting his blessings and paying it forward to those in his community who are also struggling right now. The Cincinnati resident decided to use his latest stimulus payment to give back to his neighbors in need. He spent the day cooking and putting together 200 spaghetti dinners with bread, salad, and a cookie, used all the money from the stimulus, and drove around the city to pass them out to homeless people. Love it. Like, that was just money he was sent. Yeah. And used it. And that food sounds pretty yummy. And... Obviously, he's not extremely wealthy because he got a stimulus check. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, if it was, you know, Michael Dell, you'd be like, oh, I get it. He has a billion dollars already. But Michael Dell didn't get a stimulus check. <laughs> it's pretty cool. If he did, that's messed up. That's messed up. That's <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Manuel Foggy. That's amazing. And also a cool name. Uh, that's what it's all about. Thank you. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Spain. A 38-year-old man was mad that he'd been fired from the Mercedes-Benz plant, so he went to a construction site, stole a tractor, broke in, and flipped 70 brand-new Mercedes-Benz minivans. Oh, wow. Causing millions of dollars in damage. So he did two things. He stole a, a tractor. Yes. Drove it through the gates. But was there a tractor dealership right next to it? No, no, it was a construction site. Oh, stole the tractor, it. went, and he went to one of the lots where they had all these brand new Mercedes Benz minivans, and he flipped seventy of them. Is there a number on how much damage he did? Uh, like six million dollars. So crazy. what do you do with that guy? Because whatever you do, you throw him in jail for a couple months, a year. That's, I'm sure insurance is paying for that, but that's crazy. And they couldn't catch him in time because it was it like one in the morning or something. Right, middle of the night. And he, what's crazy is he only worked there for a few months back in 2017. Was alcohol involved? They said no alcohol. <laughs> Whoa. That's crazy. Something. He also had to know how to drive a tractor relatively well. Yeah. Oh. And the keys were left in the tractor. Yeah. On a construction. There's just so many wrong things here. <laughs> All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. We will be drafting celebrities you'd bring back from the dead. Okay. Oh, man. So it's tough because there are a lot of great ones. And the person who assembles the best team will win the vote at bobbybones.com. And get a point. First up, 
is Eddie. Yeah. Now Morgan's out of this because she finished last in the last one. So it'll go Eddie, Raymundo, then me, Amy, and Lunchbox. All right, Eddie, up first in the celebrity that you'd bring back from the dead, it is? Bones, I've written three down, and that's it, because you, I know you guys will not get my three, and they're the best three ever. Go ahead, number one. Number one, Elvis Presley. Bring him back. Yeah. You wrote it down, Elvis. Why would, like we why would nobody else put that? Yeah, why? I, have, put I have it right here. Excuse me, I, I am Elvis. first, so I wasn't worried about losing Elvis. The next two, you will not have. Okay, th- okay, that's fair. Okay. But you said... It's okay. Just let Good it, job. Carry on. Raymundo. <laughs> You get to bring a celebrity back from the dead. Who do you bring back? Jesus. Dang it. That's uh, what I wanted over here, the number one guys, pick. Guys, he isn't dead. Yeah, okay. but. He's already and, back and from the human dead. Human form? Yeah. He's already back from the now, dead. Now, Ray Gray oh, Technically, man. him dying is part of the plan, so. He's not on E. Right. Ray, that's the best. That is the best I know. number one. Just yeah. whatever. He got it. So moving on. Our we listeners knew. are smarter than I that. I didn't write him down. Yeah, our listeners know that Jesus is not dead. Rose. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Wow, you guys are so angry. Hey, I'm just, I'm I think it's a great about pick. It. it is. I, I like that pick. I'm, Good pick. I am. I'm angry he got it. Go ahead. I am taking as my first round selection Johnny Cash. Was he on yours? No. <laughs> I'm telling you. You don't have No, we don't have anything life. down that Eddie would have written down. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Amy? Tupac. Okay. What? Okay. Why would you make that face? As a first rounder, you could have got him in the second round easily. Oh, well, uh, my first round Jesus was taken. And also. <laughs> oh, I, you lectured Ray not to pick Jesus. That was, she was just mad. I was mad. Was I, mad. I, I was oh, saying dang. that, but you were too focused on your answer. And also, I feel like he would have a lot to say during these times. That would be interesting to hear. Lunchbox? Man, guys, when I want to bring someone back from the dead, I want them to make me laugh. And this guy made great movies. Give me Robin Williams. Good one. Okay. I, got, I got scared there. So, <sighs> okay. first round, Elvis, Jesus, Johnny Cash, Tupac, Robin Williams. <laughs> Quite the group. <laughs> It'd be a fun dinner. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Okay, now we go backward. <laughs> this time, Lunchbox, your first up. Yeah, this person died too young. Man, he was just doing great things off the basketball court. Give me Kobe Bryant. Ooh, good one. Amy? What celebrity would you bring back from the dead? I have one that might be controversial, so oh, I know I'm not going to do that. Really? Yeah. I have him. Einstein? I went worse than that. Yeah. No, Einstein. That's not controversial, <laughs> is it? No. You know who would be controversial. To bring back from the dead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's your answer? But No, I no, don't no, know no, if no, I want to no, take no. it. Alive, can I, I think. Can we talk through if it's controversial? But if you say it and you, oh, Then sure. someone else can take it, Amy Go ahead Or you can save it till after the draft If you don't pick it Michael Jackson? Hey Up to you King of pop I just bought a Jackson 5 Like old school retro t-shirt Nice Like a vintage shirt yeah. can, can I wear a Jackson 5 he t-shirt? He was a kid then, so yeah I, That's what I said Yeah, you're good Do it, Amy It's a good pick Stop trying to sabotage me I'm gonna go with um, Chadwick Boseman Okay That. Black Panther? Yeah, I know. I'm just making sure people know. If you have to explain who he is, I know it's tough. Trouble trouble. 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 Him. But okay. I, fine can, can we just put Black Panther? No. No. Um, I'm going to put, I have Johnny Cash. I'm also going to put Mr. Rogers. Ooh, Dang good it. one. Oh, oh, I didn't even think slide. of him. I... Raymundo, you have Jesus. Who you add to your team? Everybody always watches those shows, Crown and Queen's Gambit. Give me Princess Die. <gasps> 
That was my Wow. Really? Outside of the box, had not thought of that. Eh, British. <laughs> I'm full American. Um, Eddie, you have Elvis. Who are you adding? Oh, and now died way too young. Imagine all the laughs we would still be having if he was still alive. Give me Chris Farley. He was on my list. Like He's on my head. list. Same, yeah. but I feel like people. No, but no one would have him. You were just so crazy. But we've, we've had both I, of you. I, what I'm te- <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't have to worry about my three. I have no more other than these yeah. three. Okay, and. Um, Eddie, you Man. have one final pick to start the third round. So far, you have Elvis and Chris Farley. Who else are you adding? And again, just watched an, a Netflix special on her. Dang Hopefully, it. they make season two. I mean, no. I grew up loving her music. Give me Selena. Mm. Interesting. She's on my list. Okay. I mean, same, but Eddie. Guys, Eddie's stop team. it. Uh, Raymundo, you get to finish your team out here. You have Jesus, Princess, <laughs> Princess Die. <laughs> Yeah, COVID took him too soon. Give me Diff. I never knew you were a pickup, man. Joe Diffie. I have Joe Diffie here to consider my last pick. That's a strong team, Raymundo. Jesus, Princess Diane, Joe Diffie. Telling you guys, people are going to struggle with Jesus. Why? I'm telling you, they're going to struggle. People are going to be like, should I vote for that? I don't know. Well, I have Johnny Cash and Mr. Rogers. My third and final pick is going to be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Free the slaves, baby. Yes, he did. Amy? No. Oh. I don't know. OJ? <laughs> he's alive. He's alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I had Michael Jackson and like other. <laughs> Let's see. Um, <laughs> Phil <I'm>, Spector? <laughs> Who? Oh, yeah. Read about Awful. him. Read Awful. about that. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Whitney, I have Whitney Houston or Paul Walker. <laughs> Up to you. Uh, Whitney Houston. There you go. All right. Lunchbox. Man. I don't know who to go. I got three people here. Hey, well, you're, you can talk them out. Yeah. I mean, Amy, out. you named one of them. Paul Walker's on my list. I got Michael Jackson and also this uh, guy that just died named Alex Trebek. Ooh. <sighs> That's a good one, Lunchbox. Yeah. So, I mean, but I think more entertainment-wise that was going to provide me with a good feeling and great music. Give me Michael Jackson. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose, but now I'm okay. We're going to see how this plays out. We've got... (laughs) I got Robin Williams, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jackson. That is a home run I feel like Kobe will help him win, but... You think he wins? No, no, not win. I mean, just it'll help dig him out of the... Hey, Tupac, calm down over there. It'll dig him out of the Michael Jackson hole. That's tough, but maybe it's not a hole. Tupac is awesome. What's wrong with wanting Tupac alive? He died way too young and in such a tragic way. That's true. Other notables, I had Buddy Holly, Charlie Daniels, Martin Luther King Jr. Oof, good one. So do you think Alex Trebek was better than Michael, huh? Yeah. No, I think he just... Well, maybe, but I think he just died... And right, so, that's why I didn't go him. Michael thought, Jackson, though, is a tough one because some people are going to go, nope, not touching that one. Like, 
Yeah. But he was never, uh, never... It's just you think of him. You think of Michael Jackson and Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein. And no, 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 no. Michael Jackson was never found guilty. Harvey, I know, I know. Harvey I said we think about it. Harvey Weinstein yeah. and Bill Cosby were found guilty. Angry. Michael Jackson is innocent. I, that, I mean, that's no, why it's controversial. He, yeah. But he hey, what? Go vote on the team that you like the best. Don't vote off just a first-round <laughs> draft pick because that's an order that gets established. Vote on the team of celebrities you'd bring back from the dead at bobbybones.com. Good luck, everyone. Write your answers down, guys. We're going to play Who in the Room. So I'll give you a question, and you guys pick who in the room you think would be most likely to do this. <laughs> Number one is, who in the room is most likely to eat the food off the floor in a public bathroom? Who, it's got to be one of the four of us, me, Amy, Eddie, or Lunchbox. Who in the room would be most likely to eat the food off the floor of a public bathroom? You can pick yourself. You can <laughs> I mean, option? I guess you, you can. can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who do you have? Uh, lunchbox. I have lunchbox. 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 Who do you have? I have Eddie. Okay. <laughs> I, I've seen. I, I've literally seen Eddie take fries out of the garbage can and eat them. So he is on my list. I have. When I stay at hotels and I'm going by uh, one of those rooms that has a leftover uh, room service stuff and it's outside, I'll I'll grab a fry. Lunchbox. Would you eat food off a bathroom floor though, if it was the right kind of food? Yes. Okay. I mean, listen, I've taken cotton candy at a baseball stadium. I find cotton candy under, under someone's seat. I'll eat it. No problem. Who in the room is most likely to go off the grid and live out in the woods? I just check out and go live in the woods. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Who do you have? Eddie. I have Eddie. Eddie. Lunchbox? Eddie. Nice. <laughs> in a heartbeat. That sounds miserable to me. All right. Who in the room? is most likely to help a stranger in need knocking at their door. There's four of us here. It's this is easy. Me, Amy, Eddie, our video producer in Lunchbox. Who is most likely to help a stranger in need knocking at their door? Let me go first? Yeah. Amy. Amy. And she's done it. Yeah, like... that. Okay, one time I put them in my car. We went to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ever live that down. Well, who did you put? Wasn't the smartest move, but put? I put me. Yeah, Lunchbox, who'd you put? I put Amy because Bobby wouldn't answer the door. That's true. For sure. Or I'd be like, who's in my door? Why are they outside my You'd door? You'd be like, I don't hear it. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, next up. Who in the room is most likely to become really great friends with an A-list celebrity? Oh. Who in the room is most likely to become really great friends with an A-list celebrity. Eddie? Bobby, 100%. Bobby. Lunchbox? Bobby, you got more access. Yeah. I yeah. thought Lunchbox would say him. Well, if I had more access, I would. I mean, they would think I'm pretty cool, but I just haven't met very many A-listers. You got to create access <laughs> in life. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. How about this one? Who, who in the room is most likely to become a jerk after winning the lottery? <laughs> I heard Scuba Steve laugh in the background. Yeah, I did too. Everybody on the count of three? One, two, three. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. <laughs> no, no. All right. Who in the room is most likely to end up in anger management? Oh. Well, this is tricky. Oh. Who in the room is most likely Man. to end up in anger management? One, two, three. Lunchbox. Oh. What? <laughs> Amy. Okay, no, I think that Eddie does have an anger side that sometimes he doesn't probably feel. I know he wants to, but then he doesn't allow himself to go there. So that's what's going to land him in management because he's going to, it's like a volcano. <laughs> but you've never seen him blow up, blow up. Have you seen Lunchbox blow up? 
Yes. Yeah. That is true. Ah, uh, yeah, but I've seen Eddie get close. A couple times. Yeah. I've wait, seen wait, him get Eddie, close. But... Eddie breaks brooms over his knee. But when he's so, alone I mean, in a room. <laughs> Thank you, Bones. True. Uh, well, because he hides it from everybody. That tells you he has rage he wants to let out, but he's embarrassed to let it out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> who is Who in the room is most likely to end up on the show Cops or a similar show? <laughs> like as a, a, a bad person? Well, not as a cop. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Uh, I don't even. One, two, three. Lunchbox. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the room is most likely to get caught up in a celebrity sex scandal? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Dang, dude. <laughs> That's a tough one. Ready? Man. One, two, three. Bobby. Amy. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I mean yeah. myself because I want. That'd be cool. <laughs> Eddie picked himself just to be in it. Lunchbox, who'd you pick? I said Amy. I said Amy too. Wow. <laughs> cool, guys. Thanks. Because she's so good. I said Bobby. Why? Because well, you're friends with all these celebrities. Because you know all of them. <laughs> yeah, because me and Ronnie Dunn are going to be doing it. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I Broke said back. Amy. I said yeah. Amy because it would be a scandal because we'd be shocked because Amy's. Like Little Miss Sunshine. And Eddie wants to be. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> uh, one final one. Who in the room would give the best motivational speech? Ooh. One, two, three. Bobby. 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 All right, thank you. That one's a little unfair. Hands I need that down. for a living a little bit, too. Uh, there you go. Thank you guys for, for listening to that. Did you have fun at that or no? Yeah. yeah we can fine. always bring that back. <laughs> hey, some of those are real, man. Yes. Some of those are That's real. scandal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do this voicemail. This is voicemail number three that we got over the weekend. Here you go. Here's a question. Good morning, studio. If somebody hauls past you and then they get pulled over, are you supposed to be happy or not happy? And they flip me off. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> That's great. You're not supposed to be happy, but... but you probably are, especially if they were being aggressive towards you and flipped you off. But you're not supposed to be. But the flipper offers, I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Guys, one time somebody passed me and then lost control and wrecked. That was awesome because they what? were okay. That was, they were okay. Yeah, but. <laughs> who in the room is most likely to get happy at someone's really unfortunate circumstance? Yeah. Well, I was going to say who's most likely to get flipped off the most on the highway. You. you. Amy. Amy. Oh, Amy for yeah. sure. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Warner Brothers is going to release Wonka. An origin story of Willy Wonka and how he became a chocolate factory owner. They've already announced a release date for March 17th, 2023. So we do have to wait some time, but I'm super interested in this. Me too. And usually with prequels, I'm like, okay, you're only making that because interest has waned. But I like Wonka. But I hate when they tell us two years early. I know. It's like (laughs) we are finally getting super close to the new Top Gun. Like finally it's we're approaching it. But they told us about it forever ago and I got so excited. I had to just block it out of my mind. I like it whenever albums drop or music drop or or movies drop when you didn't know they were coming. Yeah. It's like, boom, Garth put out a quadruple album. (laughs) He did? (laughs) I don't like to be told Garth putting out a quadruple album in 2094. The big difference. But that, that, that does seem interesting. What else? So I came across a headline this morning that I thought could just be a reminder. We've talked about it before, but if you're not wanting to wash your jeans or your denim because you're wanting them to last longer, there's no need to wash them all the time. You literally can throw your jeans in the freezer and the coldness 
will kill the bacteria that causes any odor, and you're good. The only jeans that I don't like to wash are black jeans. Because they fade. Because they turn into gray jeans after about eight or nine washes. Yeah, well, hey, just never wash them. I just throw don't them think in the I'm going to put it in there with the broccoli, though, either, honestly. <laughs> well, you make room. Like, yeah. get a little shelf for your jeans. Okay, what else? I have Reba's top five acting roles, according to theboot.com. Hmm. I would say, for sure, Reba the TV show. Is that number one? That is at number four. Terrible list. Uh, <laughs> Tremors. That is number one. Mm-hmm. Good job. Look at you knowing her oh, roles. Oh, I love Reba. Are okay, well then keep going. I'm going to see if you yeah, even... Yeah, now what else? some of these I didn't know she was <laughs> well, even in. she was in Annie Get Your Gun on Broadway. Yeah, that's at number two. What? Uh-huh. Dang, dude. So I got one, two, and four. I'll even give you the Twister? honorable mention if you get it. Was She's she in Twister? Twister? Should have been. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, on no. Hunt, man. She wasn't. Uh, uh, what else was she in? What? What? Give me the honorable mention. She was... The honorable mention is Colonel Sanders. Oh, oh nice. it can be anything, huh? Yeah, she was acting. Are the uh, movie or TV shows are the other ones I'm missing? The two. Well, Dixie is like a Disney. She was the voice of a dog, I think. So never in a million years <laughs> I could list she, everything I ever knew, and I wouldn't. Her listen. character was Dixie. The movie, in case you want to watch it, is The Fox and the Hound Two. Okay. And then the only one we're missing is when she played Annie Oakley in Buffalo Girls, and that was back in 1995. She was nominated for an Emmy. It was a miniseries. I was going to say it must have been on TV then if mm-hmm. it was an Emmy. Wow. Yep. I haven't seen that, but I felt pretty strong with getting three out of the five. Yeah, I know. I didn't know she had all of these acting credentials. I just thought her TV show, and that was it. I'm kind of a Reba super fan. Don't well, forget. I, we can tell. <laughs> well, she asked me to go and do stand-up in Washington, D.C. before she was receiving her Kennedy Center honors. Yeah. Like, there's no bigger honor for me than that, than Reba going, hey, come up to D.C. That's and, big and introduce me. That was crazy. Uh, and that was also, by the way, the very first time I met Brooks and Dunn, because they were playing at there at, at her event, same same segment I was in. Yeah, and then Ronnie and I became friends. Wow, it's crazy. That. My life is bizarro. Yeah, the fact that I'm from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, and didn't know anybody about anything, and I can just hang out with that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So I want to shout out Tiffany Donovan, who's the owner of Confetti Castle. They're a party delivery service, mostly like balloons. Like if you want to order balloons, send someone happy birthday, you go to Confetti Castle. Well, she started a program called Adopt a Grandparent, where you're getting what it costs. She's not making any money off of this, and you can... Call up and send a bouquet of balloons to someone at a nursing home or assisted living place because she just wants to make sure that these people know that they are loved and thought of. And in just three days, she got 400 orders. So that's 400 grandparents out there or or elderly people that otherwise might not be getting really anything, especially because of COVID. I mean, that life is lonely enough before COVID. And then now with this, I had the opportunity to go into my dad's assisted living place for the first time in 10 months. I hadn't been in there, but I had to for a special circumstance and it was depressing. And it's a really nice place. Like they take great care of the people. I'm not saying they're not trying their best, but the whole vibe is just wah, wah, wah. And these people are confined to their rooms. And this is just really, really cool. And the fact she's not making money off of it, you can go to theconfettycastle.com and maybe order, uh, spend 25 bucks, send some balloons to make somebody's day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Lunchbox sent me this story. A woman 35 years old abandons her husband for her stepson, who's 21. <laughs> and then she's doing what? Uh, she had plastic surgery to make herself more attractive. To be with him. This whole thing screams, we got to get some sort of therapy going on here. Mm-hmm. For somebody. So this is her ex-husband's son? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's pregnant? Oh, my goodness. She has known her current boyfriend since she was seven years old. Her ex-husband, with whom she adopted five kids, has claimed that she had seduced his son. Ew. Quote, I would have forgiven her for cheating if it wasn't my son. <laughs> she was going to his room when I was sleeping. No, 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 no. I can't. The, he, she had been his mom since he was seven? Or or in, she knew Yeah, in mom. his life. Yeah. So oh. she was like 21 when he was seven. That's some... But they didn't get together until he was an adult. That's some way. That's just some weird That's stuff. messed up. That's it is some, messed up. like, you get them on Dr. Phil. And also, he's an adult at that time, too. Like, you got to make better decisions <laughs> as an adult. I know, but I just don't know what... Yeah. Both. Her, mostly. I'm putting 85% of this on her. Yeah, because also, too, we need to not... Like, if this was flipped, if she was a guy and that had been a girl, like, we would be losing... Oh, be in jail. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then now it's like, oh, okay, wow, just get them some therapy. That is messed up. Messed up. That is messed Messed up. up. (laughs) We don't know, though, if that was happening while he was a kid. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not even implying that. It's just... Right. It's a crazy story. Obviously... When I get stories like that, you know who they always come from? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Well, I find that interesting. That's that, like, <laughs> of course you do. Yes, that is interesting. Well, I mean, is it Woody Allen? Didn't he marry his adopted kid? Yeah. Okay. Wait, adopted or step? Adopted. What, does it matter? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think so. I yeah. think it's I, think odd. It, I had no idea it was a, like, I Just to me, it feels like you went through this process of bringing someone into your home mm. to be their father, and then you yes. become their lover. Like, no. On December 24th, 1997, Woody Allen, the 62-year-old Academy Award-winning writer, marries a 27-year-old Soon Yi, the adopted daughter of his former partner, Mia Farrow. Mm. That's messed up. Okay, so the adopted daughter of So his, Mia adopted of the Mia's. daughter. Got it. But still... But still, <laughs> you guys are like, you know what? Yeah, oh, it's, oh well, yeah, okay. Well, what Amy was that. implying like, that he adopted yeah. the, the baby and then dated it's it. It's like a process. That's, that's what that's We're not was. acting like it's less messed up because you misunderstood the story. <laughs> <laughs> let's go over and let's do the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. We'll lighten the mood with this one. <laughs> what do you call it when one cow spies on another? What do you call it when one cow spies on another? A stakeout, duh. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. Eddie's Santa Claus is still up in front of his house. Yeah, you told me. You told me to leave it up as long as I could, so I, it's still up. How big is the Santa Claus? Oh, I think it's 12 foot exactly, but I mean, you got to understand, it's huge. Like, if you walk in front of my house, it covers my house. So, today is January 25th, which means... Everything should be down. Mm-hmm. Everything in my house was down about the 14th or the 15th. Mm-hmm. Amy, is yours still up or no? No, we got down. We're done. But as a joke, I thought, Eddie, keep your Santa Claus up. <laughs> and remember, it's my son's Santa Claus that he bought with the money that he did for you, like yeah. some jobs he did for you. Okay, so what's the, what's the update? Okay, so you told me to leave it up until somebody said, hey, take it down. Somebody in the neighborhood. Well, no one said anything. But someone is coming by my house and unplugging it <laughs> because it's happened twice already. I've come home and it's deflated. So I run in the house. I'm like, 
I asked my wife, like, are you unplugging this? She's like, no, why would I unplug it? I love it. And like, my kids, are you guys unplugging it? No, why would we unplug it? Guys, somebody's unplugging the Santa, so I feel that's their way of saying it's and it's right by the road, so they can easily just unplug it. I think that's someone saying, get this dang thing down. How do you feel about that? I hate it. Don't get one, don't get on my yard and unplug my Santa. Out of way, Grandpa. All right? Get off and, my yard. Right. And, and like, I, I don't like it one bit. If we decide to take it down, we'll take it down. Now, the other day, there was a lady walking her dog in front, and she sees me put, plugging it back in. And she goes, and she sees it down, deflated. She goes, oh, no, are you taking Santa in? And I go, no, actually, I'm inflating it again. And she said, oh, good, because we love seeing See? Santa. So I'm torn now, guys. No, I don't, don't be know. torn. This is what I would do if I were you. Put a note on the plug box. And go, please stop unplugging Santa. <laughs> I'm watching There's you. a camera yeah, watching video. you. You're on video. Nice. You are trespassing. And post okay. a picture of the note. Okay. What if it ends up being that nice lady with the dog? She's That's just, just like- playing. She's playing me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie, if you can last this to the end of February. <laughs> oh, oh, there's another concern too. My, 12, my son who owns the Santa. Yeah. He's like, Dad. I love the idea. He's like, he really does like the idea, but he's like, I don't really want to burn out this motor. I want to kind of use this as, as many Christmas as I can. I said, you know what? Let's just play it out and see how long we can last. But he's he's concerned too. If you can make it last until the end of February, how does this much money sound? Woo! That's what, what I'm talking about. What? Why not? I mean, I would have kept my Christmas decorations yeah, up for that. It's a big Santa outside. If you can make it last till February 28th or 20th, well, I don't know if it's yes, happy or not. So easy. All the, in the spring, okay. You got to leave it all the way up. <laughs> if March 1st it's still up, you'll get this much money. And you can split it with your son. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll talk to him later about that. So your don't job, tell him. your job is to keep it inflated. And if I happen to drive by there uh-huh. on a spot check and it's yeah. down, you don't get the money. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm telling you, if it's down, then that person's unplugged it again. But if it's you have still to make there, sure they don't. okay? Okay. I'm not moving no, that thing. If it's down and I spot check it, it doesn't count. You got it. Okay. Coming up, lunchbox versus the ladies in NFL football. We have two more rounds. That's it. And if he wins today and next week, this first of all, the segment's over. But he went undefeated, and a woman never beat him in NFL trivia. By the way, I saw people on the Facebook page going, hey, is this a trick by the show? Are they setting no. people up? It is not. I promise you. It is not a trick. It's not a game. He's just been beating everyone. We hope we have someone on that can beat him today. We feel pretty good about it. I mean, I feel great about it. Like, I would love it if somebody would win. Yeah, me too. Me too. Besides him. All right, that segment, Lunchbox versus the Ladies and NFL Trivia, is next. All right, Lunchbox versus the Ladies. At max, there's only two more weeks of this. He is still undefeated after 14 weeks. We're two wins away if he wins from retiring the game. Or if he loses, <laughs> we retire the game. By the way, this is not a prank to our listeners on Facebook to go, are we setting these callers up to lose on purpose? I can tell you, every part of me has wanted Lunchbox to lose. Because he's claimed that no woman can beat him at NFL trivia, right? Correct. I mean, women don't know sports like I do, especially football. So would you also say on the record, this has not been a prank? This is not a bit. How would it be a prank unless you guys are just in on it and I don't know about it? If we were in on it, though, you wouldn't win. Oh, that's true, too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. our prank would be you lose they, week one. They don't want me to They hate when I win. Do you, you should see their faces every time I win. It's like they won't even look at me. They don't cheer for me. They don't celebrate. True. They don't even feel good for me. They don't pat mm-hmm. me on the back. Because you you say you're smarter than every woman in NFL trivia. And what has happened every well, single week? Sadly, you're 14 and 0. Yeah. Now, we give each of them the same seven questions. Whoever gets the most wins. There's only been a caller or two that has pushed them. Mostly he comes in and 
Rec Shop. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's put on Jamie in Orlando, Florida. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I, yeah, you've heard the segment. Do you feel like today can be the day that someone takes down Lunchbox? Oh, yeah. He sounds real confident, but he's never played me, so let's go. Now, what's your NFL so team? <laughs> what, <laughs> what is your allegiance well, to football? My team in no way reflects um, how good I am at NFL trivia. I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Tragic days, but you know what? We are going to be coming in hot this year. We have the first draft pick, so we've got that on our side. Okay. That's wow, true. she knows they have the number one draft pick. I'm intimidated now. Whoa! Okay. It's like she's coming in like a wrecking ball, ready to get, wreck, get out of here. It's hilarious. That's how every woman sounds when they call okay, every okay. week. Um, anything you want to say, Lunchbox, before you leave? I remember her name. That's how forgettable she is. All right. Just uh, like the Jaguars. Lunchbox is walking out of the studio now. He will go into the isolation booth. <sighs> Let it be known we want him to lose. All right, whatever your name is. I'll her name is Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Uh, she's got a boy name. No wonder she knows football. Okay. okay. Lunchbox is leaving the room. Ray, let me know when he's locked in isolation. By the way, locked in isolation is my office where there's not a radio. <laughs> right. Good. Good? Okay. Jamie, are you ready? You have seven questions, five seconds for each answer. Okay? Yep. All right. The first question just happens to be what we just talked about. Both of them will get this right. But what team will have the overall number one pick in the 2021 NFL draft? The Jacksonville Jaguars. That is correct. Question number two. How many years has Drew Brees been in the NFL? He's he's probably going to retire. It's in the news. How many years has he been in the NFL? I want to say 20 years. 20 years is correct. Yeah. Wow. We're that old. Oh, yeah, he, he's my age, I think. I know, that's what I mean. Like, I just remember when he was in high school. <laughs> Amy went to the same high school as Jim yeah. No, my brother-in-law did. Didn't he go to Austin High? No, he went to Westlake. Oh, he went to Westlake. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. he, he played with them. Jacoby Jones has the record for the longest kickoff return in Super Bowl history. He scored on a 108-yard kickoff return. What team did he set that record with? Jacoby Jones. I vividly remember watching this game, and it is the Baltimore Ravens. That is true. Wow. Nice. Okay. okay. I try not to get too excited, but now I'm going. Three for three. How are we feeling? Feeling pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Real All right. good. All right. Number four. Which two teams have the most Super Bowl losses with five each? Now, you need both teams. Which two teams have the most Super Bowl losses with five each? One of them is the Patriots. I know that. Okay. Um... I want to say the other one is the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken. The Patriots is one. How do you feel about her answer with the Broncos? Not good. I, I had another team in mind. Who'd you think, Eddie? The Bills. Well, the Bills did lose four. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But they okay. didn't lose five. Okay. The other team that lost five was the Denver Broncos. Yeah! Good Jamie. job. You were not mistaken. She's four for four. I'm feeling pretty good. Number five. What? This is a tough one, but I think... I think Lunchbox will get this one, too. What four teams have never played in a Super Bowl? Now, Jamie, think okay, about well, this. I can tell you for sure. Oh. My Jacksonville Jaguars have never played in a Super oh, Bowl. God. That's correct. That's um, one. The Cleveland Browns is another one. That's correct. That's two. I was hoping this year might have been, been their year, but nope. Um, the Detroit Lions have not. Three. Okay. And... The Texans, I believe. Four, correct. Go! Come on! That's I don't so want to be good. too loud just good in case job. In here. Two left. The Lombardi Trophy, named after former Packers coach Vince Lombardi, is made each year 
by what luxury jewelry company? Whoa. Ooh. I'm going to read the question again. Whoa. The Lombardi Trophy, named after former Packers coach Vince Lombardi, is made each year by what luxury jewelry company? Oh, my goodness. I think it's Tiffany. Correct! Yes! 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 That, that is... Something I'm not sure he'll get. That's he's six. She's six for six. Oh my god, he's gonna say K. He's gonna say I, what? every oh, kiss because you know what? Okay. He didn't want to listen. He wanted to talk trash about my name. He wanted to say he doesn't even know who I am. He's gonna remember my name now. Okay. And we and did she? She did you say Tiffany? Right? You didn't even do the S. Right? She said Tiffany. That's correct. But I would that have is, accepted Tiffany. Okay, but I'm just saying. She, not only did she say Tiffany, but no, she said good. it correctly because most people do say Tiffany's, and that's incorrect. Okay. We've never had someone go six for six. Yeah. She's good. She's good. Okay. Final question. How many refs are in an NFL game? Think about this. How many refs are in an NFL game? Oof. Five seconds? Um, I want to say that it's seven. The answer is seven! Oh my God! Oh my God. oh my God, this is amazing. This is amazing. Wait, did she just get them all? Yes, she got everyone yes, all of them. Now, okay. He's done that a few times. Oh, go. This could be it, Bones. This could be it. Let's bring him in. <laughs> Jamie, good job. Okay. We're gonna chill, uh, chill, chill. thank you. Famous is that Lum- Lamborghini trophy. Lamborghini, pretty famous. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, he there he is. Yeah. How to go, Eddie? There he Not is. Not saying anything. How to go, Eddie? Lunchbox. Yeah. You're gonna answer the same amount of questions that she had. The same exact questions she had. Uh, Jamie in Orlando, Florida is standing by. All right. How do you feel she did? Uh, probably pretty bad, like every woman that does, <laughs> every woman that calls in. Are you ready? I am ready. What team will have the overall number one pick in the 2021 NFL draft? Seriously? I mean, why don't we just give her her favorite team, the Jacksonville Jaguars? To be fair, you guys both talked about that before you went. I understand that. And it is a popular question because it's. I, I understand. I understand. I mean, she had to get one right, and you want to make her look good coming out of the gate. Give her the one answer. Yay! Now it's over. I didn't make the questions. Oh. Okay. okay. Number uh, question number two, very in the news right now. How many years has Drew Brees been in the NFL? Man, it's sad to see him go. You know what I'm saying? Like he just can't throw the ball anymore. But when you're in the NFL that long, your arm gets tired. You know what I mean? Like ah, 20 years of throwing the football, you just can't do it anymore. 20 years is correct. Jacoby Jones has the record for the longest kickoff return in Super Bowl history. He scored on a 108-yard kickoff return. What team was he playing for? Oh, man, I remember being at the game, Trent Dilfer under center, but Jacoby Jones was the one that played for the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. You were there? Yeah, I mean, I watched it on TV. Oh. <laughs> Lunchbox, what two teams have the most Super Bowl losses with five each? Um, I know... The Broncos is one. Correct. The second one uh, would be the Patriots. Correct. Whoa! That's how you do it. That's a tough one. High five, Eddie. No, no, no. Eddie's the referee and Lunchbox is Tom Brady right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just leave it in hand. Eddie won't give him the high five. I think you. I said you would get this next one. It's a tough one, but I, I think you'll get this one. What four teams have never played in a Super Bowl? Okay. Well, one is the Houston Texans. Correct. The other one, well, there's. I guess there's three more, huh? Mm-hmm. The Detroit Lions. Correct. Ooh, you know who's never been there? 
They've been to the AFC title game a couple times. The Jacksonville Jaguars have never been there. Correct. Ah. Uh, one final team. Oh, the last one is the team that they finally made the playoffs finally for a long time. The Browns. Correct. Yeah. Eddie. No. <sighs> Still no high five. So Lunchbox has five right. We're going to let you know right now she got the first five right as well. Okay, great. Yeah, because you gave her two Jaguar questions. Of course she's going to get those. Okay. The Lombardi Trophy is named after former Packers coach Vince Lombardi. Yeah, it, I knew that. It is made each year by what luxury jewelry company? This is NFL trivia, and you're giving me jewelry questions? About an NFL trophy. The Lombardi Trophy, named after former Packers coach Vince Lombardi, and they make a big deal about it being made by this company. No, they no. the only person that makes a big deal out of it is on the Bachelor and Bachelorette when they get down on one knee, and it's Neil Lane on the little box. But I don't think Neil Lane does the... <laughs> Neil Lane. It's like that one jeweler he can think of That's from the Bachelor. I, you want to come back to that one? No, I don't need to come back to it. I mean, you can't go back to it because then it gives me time to think about it. I don't know any jewelers. I mean, when you go to the mall, the only jeweler I can think of, and so I don't I don't even know what they make. I don't even know if they do rings or if they're a watch store, but he went he went to Tiffany. That's the only that's the commercial. They went to Tiffany. That's that's the commercial the, is he went to Jared. Jared. If, if you're doing the commercial. Oh, man. You can say Tiffany, but I'm saying that just to let you know, the commercial is he went to Jared. Now you're throwing me off. Why do, what is Tiffany a brand? Is that something? By the way, you can say that. I'm not taking you away from that. I'm just letting you know. You, that's- I'm going to go with Tiffany because that's something that it has to be a jeweler. That, that, that is t- Tiffany's a jeweler, right? I she also I- had the hit in the 80s. I think we're alone now. We're alone I don't know. now. I, I got that's the only man. I don't know. Jared seems to. No, I'm not gonna say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Five seconds. Jared's awesome. To what? There, four. I'm going Tiffany. Three. I don't even know what that is. The answer is <laughs> Tiffany. <gasps> like, I don't know. Like, By the way, like that's at the mall, right? A Tiffany thing is at the mall. I don't know. Some places, I guess. By the way, she is six for six up to this question. Question seven. She got that way faster than you, by the way. How many? Well, yeah, because she's a woman. She knows jewelry. How many refs are in an NFL game? Oh, that's easy. There's that one, that one, that one. There's seven. Correct. Mm. Boom! We have a tie. Well, here's the deal. We We tied? You have a tie. Now. She went seven for seven? She went seven for seven. Wow! Jamie, are you there? I sure am. Wow. Tiffany, I mean, that's just, that's the most random, I mean, I'm, Jamie, I'm congrats. Shocked. This is what I would like to do because Jamie, but let's clap for Jamie. Yes, yes. And Lunchbox. What a great game. This is what I'd like to propose. Next week, super match to the death. If they lose, we die. Someone yeah. dies. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to die. I'm about it. Because we know that she's good. We know that you're good. I don't want to do some, we don't have a, some game made up in case you tied. So let's just bring it back next week. The super championship. They tied a match. Lunchbox versus the ladies versus Jamie in Orlando, who is also undefeated. How do you feel? There we go. Feel I good? Feel yeah. I, feel yeah. good. I, feel I didn't good. lose. Like I said, no woman will beat me. Jamie, great you job. Also, you also didn't win. You also didn't win, though. Let's remember that. 
Well, the, the game is I will not lose. That's the game. <laughs> but the game isn't also will you tie. And regardless, <laughs> I mean, it depends if you next like. week we're doing it again. Jamie, are you free to come back next week on the show? Sure. There she is, Jamie. We're going to have it again. We're going to be all jewelry questions. Woo. Oh, don't do that again. Jamie, thank you. You did great. We'll talk to you in a week. Awesome. Y'all have a good one. All right, there she is, Jamie, who's coming back next week for the ultimate tiebreaker. i got to make some different rules for ultimate. What we'll do in the ultimate tiebreaker is like the tiebreaker questions will be some kind of question that has a really wide answer and it's who gets the closest, you oh, know, okay. instead of like okay. sudden death. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So we'll do do something like that. <laughs> I just didn't have it prepared and I didn't want him to lose on some rinky-dink rule I made up last minute. All right. Fair? Yeah. Fair. That's fair. All right. There you go. Jamie crushing it right there. All right. No, I crushed it. Guys, give me credit. No, I you crushed it. You did good, too. You did. But you, it's like someone you who makes straight well. A's and yeah. you bring home all A's. This is the story of my life. I Nobody celebrated my all A's because <laughs> yeah. I made them all the time. But I'd be dang if my sister didn't bring home a B. Oh, let's throw her a party. <laughs> <laughs> On the phone in Colorado is Kyler. Hey, Kyler. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. What would you like to ask the show? Well, I had a question for Eddie here. Um, I just finished up the uh, podcast from yesterday, and you, he happened to mention HelloFresh and how it tastes so good, and his son's been cooking it. But that immediately made me think, is he still following that Matthew McConaughey diet? Great question. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead, explain yourself. <laughs> HelloFresh has fish and veggies. Very healthy meals, by the way. And the la- one of the last ones I got was trout. Delicious. That's a fish, and I ate a little bit of the veggies. And guys, it tasted great. Uh. Now, 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 there he did make one that was like a meatball one, and I did take a bite. But I mean, come on, what's a bite going to do? I didn't eat the whole meatball, so there we go. I accept like that explanation. Again, yeah. <laughs> Say that again, Kyler. I said this sounds like the egg yolk thing all over again here. Eddie. Yeah. Is that true? Like when I'm on a diet like this, I can't have a taste of a meatball. It's, Eddie, you're on a dumb diet anyway. Yeah, we're not. I don't. I think you should have. I sh- I think you should have eaten the whole meatball. But my kid was eating a buffalo chip the other day, and I I did take one. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> all star coming but, out, but, which is fine. But here's what happened: there was a Sonic on the side and of the then, road. I did here's stop what happened: then I ate the whole bag, no, and then I chewed it, I savored it, and then I spit it out. That, no, 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 no. We cannot condone that behavior. It's just while I figure out how this Dallas Buyers Club is going to work. I, that's all. <laughs> That's the only thing. Guys, I could last another week, maybe You're- two weeks, but that's it. Eddie is on a diet that he read that Matthew McConaughey did as he was trying to play a, a patient who had HIV. Correct. Right. But he lost a bunch of weight. Yes. To so play you- a sick person. That's what Caitlin said. He could- she goes, Eddie's doing that diet from the Matthew McConaughey book? Oh, yeah. She goes, didn't he do that so we could play? A sick person. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And and you've been doing it now for? Ooh, three. This is my third week. Oh, eggs in the morning. Two eggs. Yeah, two eggs. And then for lunch and dinner. Five ounces of fish and vegetables. You got it. And you're feeling good. I mean, I'm not feeling good. I mean, I, I, <laughs> this is just, yeah, I'm I, glad that you're, yeah, be honest. You're not feeling good. I mean, I'm definitely moody, you know, uh, stuff like that. But my, I mean, I don't feel like I'm like, oh, I'm malnourished or anything like that. Like, I feel fine. My back doesn't hurt anymore. That inflammation you're talking about, all that stuff's gone, which is cool. My mind feels razor sharp. But I am very hungry always, and yeah. I don't think that's a good thing. Like your back, your inflammation could still stay down, and you could allow yourself carbs and a meatball, a meatball mm-hmm. or something. How's your clothes? Great. I'm telling you, man. I'm wearing a shirt right now. This undershirt, I couldn't wear this like a month ago. Nice. Could not. It was too tight. My wife would be like, "Don't wear that. That's embarrassing." Now it feels good. Kyler, what's going on with you? You good today? I'm doing well. Yeah, just heading to work. 
Where do you live in Colorado? I live in Montrose, Colorado, on the west side of Colorado. Well, we appreciate you calling. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And that was a great question that kind of got us back into this. Uh, I'd forgotten about it. So thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye, guys. All right. Bye-bye. I have a couple quick stories I want to share with you. A woman's husband is upset that she has stopped wearing makeup on Sundays. A woman said, hey, I've been married for 22 years, and I've always kept up a pretty extensive beauty routine, which is all the stuff. She writes showering, shaving her legs, putting on makeup. She goes, but you know, I'm tired of it, so Sundays I don't do it at all. It's like no makeup. And apparently her husband's upset about that. (laughs) Her husband keeps throwing a fit about makeup-free Sundays, insisting, I shower every day, so you should put on makeup every day. Amy, your thoughts? Um, I do makeup-free days all the time. So, yeah, he needs to get over it. She doesn't have to wear makeup any day if she doesn't want to. Showering is completely different. Why? Some people say you shouldn't shower every day. Well, okay. If she were to, like, give up showering and she needed to, I get that. But you shouldn't compare hygiene to makeup. What if she has set this expectation, though, for every day for 22 years? That I feel for her then, because I know a lot of women actually have. Like, I have some friends who, yes, their husbands have never seen them without makeup. They want their husband? What do you mean? How do they sleep with makeup? They'll either sleep in it or they let their husband fall asleep and then they get up and wash their face and then they get up before their husband. Like, there, it's. Who are your friends? No, no. I. (laughs) Well, I just know of people, and they are my friends, but they've been honest with me that it's hard for them. It's an insecurity of theirs where they think if he sees me as I as I am, like, well, maybe he'll be yeah. disgusted by me or something. Even, like, lights off kind of stuff. That's why I feel like shirtless around Caitlin. <laughs> like, I'm serious. <laughs> I don't like taking my shirt off. I yeah. do. I do sometimes. I'm really self-conscious of my stomach. And so now, <laughs> this is going to be so dumb. She knows I'm self-conscious of my stomach. She's like, stop being self-conscious of your stomach. You look great with your shirt off. But I'm so self-conscious about it. At night, she'll be like, all right, it's time for seven seconds and my hand on your stomach. And then she'll count it out. One, two. She'll go, we got to normalize it. You should feel fine about your stomach. And so she's like, our goal is one day to get to 60 seconds. Because wow. I'm like, get your hand off my stomach. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. That's good. That so is this good. is her. That's, every Sunday's warming him up for every day. She shouldn't have to wear makeup. I watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City a lot now. Mm-hmm. That's With Caitlin, that's kind of the show that she watches that I'll watch with her. Those girls, you talk about makeup, and this is a whole level. Glam. Here's my problem, though. They did an episode where they went to Vegas. Do you watch? Yes, I watch. I don't know where, I don't know if I'm caught up to where you are, but I've started it. They all go to Vegas on the, but, and they all talk about the many houses they have, and they're flying from Salt Lake to Vegas, which isn't a far trip, but then they fly commercially. I'm like, if you're so rich and there's five of you, you should, your rich people fly private like that, so you're lying about something. Ooh. Normally, housewives do fly private. What were they on? They were like on American Airlines. And they were like in a normal section. Oh, weird. We're like, normal, you know, we're, you'd see a picture of us hanging out. Yeah. I think at this point of the series, though, in all the different cities, we know that they uh, magnify their. Well, this one girl's like, living. you know what? This is my, of all my houses, this is my favorite. And then she's back sitting next to the toilet in a, a Southwest flight. And you're like, <laughs> something's not right here. <laughs> So I think they do lie about their wealth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I do like that. That woman that's married to her granddad? I can't even. Uh, it's not her biological grandfather, by the way. Her step-grandfather. I know. It's really that, man, That that's so, I don't want to say messed up, but there's something there. That's that, messed up, I, I'm saying. <laughs> I know. That's messed up. I know. I feel for her, though. Because she felt that pressure from her grandmother that like she couldn't trust herself to make her own decisions and that she felt like her grandmother knew what was best for her life, which was marrying her Jeez. grandpa. But she also wanted the money in the church because that's what she got. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't just her grandmother in the will. I know, but I feel like most, if you're in a healthier place, like you'll get past the money in the church mm. and you'll be like, I'm just going to go live my life over here without having to marry my step grandpa. That Salt Lake City Real Housewives is pretty good. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. It's pretty good. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Montana State Trooper Connor Wager, he's on patrol and he gets a call to respond to a rollover accident. So when he shows up, there's a car halfway submerged in the Yellowstone River. The front half is fully submerged and the driver's still in there. So he thinks quickly. He's like, what do I do? He gets a rope, ties himself to a tree, gets in there, cracks the back the window, gets the driver out safely. The water was like freezing temperatures, by the way, and gets the driver out. EMS comes, takes it, and the, the person inside, the, the driver, was released. I mean, no minor injuries, not a thing wrong with her. Boy, to tie yourself to a tree. Quick thinking. Crazy thinking, too. You got to trust your knot, too. Yeah. you. Know, I mean, you know, you kind of did this when you did Bear Grylls. Mm-hmm. Like, we tied ourselves to each other, and only one person had to be on the land at a time, crossing yeah. a river. But that whole time, that guy's got to tie quickly, trust the knot, because if that knot pulls off, right. he could go down with it, too. And he's, he's there all by himself, too. I mean, there's no one there to help him. Unbelievable. And a police officer? Police officer, trooper, state trooper, Montana state trooper, shout out. Shout out. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let me encourage you guys to check something out. My podcast, it's a music podcast, it's called The Bobbycast, and if you love music, this is for you. By the way, if you hate music, I'd stay away from it. This is not for you. But if you love music, check it out. We have on Hardy, who's got a number one, who's got, written a bunch of number ones, but also Barry Gibb, who is from the Bee Gees, the lead singer. Maybe I'm a staying alive. Yeah. So, you know, he was on, and it's just cool to talk to a legend. He's old now, yeah. but one day we're going to get old too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm only now starting to really dig in and feel that. Like, it's, I've now lived 40 years. If I'm lucky, I have another half life. If I'm lucky, and I see people that are older now that, like rappers. Hip-hop has not been around a long time. And to see old rappers, pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's our first time yeah. seeing them old. It's so weird you're having that too. Maybe it's this 40-year time frame that we start to do that. Because I look at my dad and I think, I watch him walk around and he's 80-ish. He'll be 80 this year. And I'm like, golly, he's just shuffling along. So cute, doing awesome. But... That's going to be us one day. Yes, you're right. If we're lucky. And I wonder, I think back on his life when he was 40, what he was like. I'm going to get old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. I don't know for me that it's me turning 40. I think it's me seeing people that I used to see as cool and young when I was a kid get old. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the line right behind them. Like, here's my <laughs> ticket. Like, I, just, I walked in the DMV a few minutes later, so my ticket's a little later. But <laughs> we're all at the DMV. And I used to be... There was, an, you know, when I started in radio, and I started young. I mean, I was doing mornings at a pretty high level, younger than I should have been. Like, like they shouldn't have probably given me the show they gave me. But I was 22, and there was another show in town that used to terrorize me, and they were 40. They used to tell me I, I sucked. I was the worst show ever. I would, would never make it. And it, it was these two dudes in Austin, and I was like, they're so old. And they were like 40. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now. That's you now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... But yeah, check it. Anyway, check out Barry Gibb. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> One day some young kid's going to be having you on. I'm never going to be like them to me. Is that what you're going to say? 
Huh? Oh, okay. I thought you were no, thinking about oh, okay, okay. I don't know. Well, Those dumb young kids. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You're going to be on some younger person's podcast or show or whatever they have down the line, and you're going to be the guest that they'll be like, oh, this old guy, Bobby Bones, on. He's old. You're going to be the legend. Dude. Yeah. I hope that's the goal. Right. Yeah. It I used mean, to always be stay young and cool. It's not anymore. Now it's just do something that matters. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, check out Barry Gibb. Uh, we're all sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the Bobby cast. Search it out. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. We got a lot of news today. Number one, the $1 billion Mega Billions jackpot has a winner. These stories can get confusing because there were two of them right by each other, but a single ticket sold in Michigan hit all six numbers. The cash option, which most winners choose, $739 million. So congratulations. (laughs) Somebody woke up and was like, well, and I bought some, not for this one, but for the other ones, I bought some tickets. And you look through and you're like, how did I buy tickets and miss every number? Yeah, it's crazy, right? You have so many numbers up there. (laughs) I know. You're just like, how did I miss them all? (laughs) Not one number. So congratulations to that person in Michigan. That is amazing. Hit me with that more news. Bobby's other story. The Super Bowl matchup has been set. Super Bowl 55. Amy, do you know who's going? I wonder if you even keep up with sports. Well, I do know that the... Green Bay Packers played the Tom Brady Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> and I was waiting for the team name to come to me. So I was using Tom Brady as a filler, but Tom, uh, Buccaneers won. Mm-hmm. So are they. They are. And who are they playing, do you think? The Chiefs. Yeah, nice job. Shout out Abby Smyers for posting that on Instagram. <laughs> that's how I know. <laughs> so that's what it'll be. When Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs, was in kindergarten. Unbelievable. Oh. Tom Brady's 43. Yeah. That's crazy. There was a series that I watched on Facebook, Tom versus Time, where it was him trying to stay at, at his athletic peak as he's getting older because oh, wow. you, it's tough to. I, by the way, I love Tom Brady. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan just because it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to achieve excellence for a long at all, but for a long period of time, and he's able to do that. But right now, Tom is beating Time. Yeah, at 43, I'd say so. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be uh, happening. Tom Brady's awesome. Here's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. They defeated the Green Bay Packers. Here is the final call. He's got the first down, and this game's over. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady are going to Super Bowl 55. And I can't. mean, okay. what? I, uh, sorry. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's like at the Patriots, he goes to the Super Bowl all the time, <laughs> yeah. and then he goes down to Florida. He's now at the Super Bowl all the time. This guy. Amy, this was a brand new team. I know. This is, this is like the first time they played together. <laughs> Crazy. The Kansas City Chiefs are AFC champions. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL, uh, added again. So the Chiefs won last year. He won his first Super Bowl. The year before that, Tom Brady won. So they're both back. But here you go. Here's the final call from the Chiefs. One more snap. Mahomes goes to a knee. The Chiefs are back-to-back AFC champions. I think I had some Red Bull or something yeah, before that did. call. I thought hey. it was Lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And that'll be that'll be a, uh, a fun game. That is the ultimate game that the media wanted. For sure. Because that is the best storyline. The old hero, the greatest of all time, versus the youngest and the best of all time right now. Hmm. Wow. Or the best right now. Yeah. That's cool that played out that way. Mm-hmm. So And I do. I did bet before the playoffs even started that Tampa Bay would win the Super Bowl. 
And so I got really good odds. So if they win, yeah, I'm probably gonna be able to buy me that Why new leather jacket. <laughs> Just because I don't bet. You- I don't bet against Tom Brady ever. Okay. If I if I lose because Tom Brady lost, you know what? That's one that I I'm happy to go. Well, didn't work out the way I thought it would. Is he a really good? I don't know anything about him other than. He looks good. <laughs> so, is he good what? He, is he a good leader? <laughs> like, it, he must, to go from, I know the quarterbacks typically lead, but it just makes me wonder about his leadership skills, especially if it's a new team, to, like, come in there and still be able to pull that off because it, it's not just him that makes it happen. Sure, but uh, he is known as a good leader, yes. Okay. A very vocal leader. And, you know, he's been around so long now, a lot of his teammates talk about how he comes in. Obviously, leads by example, how fit he keeps himself, how healthy he keeps himself, but also the standards he sets on himself. Therefore, it kind of trickles down. And if it doesn't trickle, he enforces it himself. Mm. It's kind of like this show. Mm. Eddie, it trickles down to us. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, And finally, Larry King died over the weekend at age 87 years old. While no official cause of death has been announced right now, but he was hospitalized with COVID. Oh, man. They just haven't said it yet. Along with his COVID diagnosis, he suffered a stroke and a heart attack. He had lung cancer and prostate cancer at one point. Like, he fought through a lot of it. He did nearly 60,000 interviews in his 60-year career. I mean, think about that. 60,000 interviews. That's a lot of people. His childhood dream was just to be on the radio, and that's what he did. That's, that's how he started. The very first time he was live on the air, he choked. Hey, that's similar to me. I said the wrong radio station my very first time on the air. <laughs> I was on, they put me, I was 17 years old. I was on 105.9 KLAZ. Hot Springs, Arkansas. And I was on, and they were like, all right, three, two. And I was like, 91.1. I was on 105.9. But why? So why'd you do that? Because I was a college station. Oh, gotcha. And I was like, oh, 91.1, the switch. They were like, so how did, he, yeah, what, he choked mm-hmm. too? He said that we turned his mic on, no words came out. Mm-hmm. Then a general manager kicked open the door and said, this is a communications business, communicate. I feel you, Larry King. He's been married eight times. Oh, wow. wow. That's that's a lot. That's, that is, that's a lot. Yeah. Are maybe any the, of those to the same person? Because sometimes that happens. Maybe the most I've heard of mm-hmm. as far as like somebody famous mm-hmm. or ever. I think about it. I don't have any friends that have been married eight times. He was married eight times to seven different women, beginning with a high school sweetheart in his late teen years up until his most recent wife from whom he was estranged at the time of his death. Okay. So one of those women was, was twice. Twice. Okay, so seven plus one, <laughs> a seven and a half. No. What's the spread? Seven, seven and a half? Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. Uh, Larry King died at age 87, uh, a, a real pioneer. To watch all of these celebrity interviews that he did, like I was watching on Instagram, some of the most significant ones. It was, if you're a world leader, I mean, everybody yeah. this guy had on. Uh, there you go. That's what's up. That's the news. Thank you very much. Bobby's Big Story. Diana in Pittsburgh is on the phone. And she wants to talk about, I guess about a half hour ago, we did Lunchbox versus the Ladies NFL Trivia. What would you like to say, Diana? We lose her? Yeah, caller's not pulling up. Hold on. We'll come back. Okay. How, can I go to Richard in Tennessee or no? No, it froze. Oh, the entire phone system. There you go, friends. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know what Do- Diana was going to say? Yeah, that Lunchbox takes too long to answer on NFL Trivia. Same thing as Richard, that he had five minutes to answer the Tiffany question. Right. And Uh-oh. she didn't. The callers don't have more time because they could Google. And we're watching Lunchbox and we realize he can't Google, but I guess we could implement same rule. I think 
We should. Because yeah. they, they tied today for the first time ever, and they'll be loved it. And this could eliminate that t- this, you know, what Lunchbox does, where he well, fakes actually, like he doesn't know it. In 1991, <laughs> my mailman dropped me a Sports Illustrated. <laughs> so let me think here. Um, that's good. I, I, we appreciate the feedback. Yeah. You want to hear a creepy story? Yeah. There's this guy who works for ADT. He's an ADT technician, 35 years old. Quote, took note of which homes had attractive women. And he hacked the security cameras. No. Oh, man. That's off. Just, ugh. To watch him do it. Do, yeah. What? So do people, that's so, ugh. I, how did guys get away with that? How did he even get that job? You know, like, can't you just screen creepy pervert or not? I don't think there's like a metal detector <laughs> you can walk through. Like, all right, uh, Chuck, come on through. Beep, beep. Uh, perv, you need to go. Because I'm going to tell you, if I have a alarm system person at my house, like, I trust them. I'm like, yeah, install this here, do this. Now you have all this access and codes to my house. Like, I trust you. You've taken an oath. Oh. I assume. Is there an oath to security camera ring? Oh, yes. According to the Department of Justice, he, quote, took note of which homes had attractive women. He um, admitted repeatedly logging into these customers' accounts in order to view their footage for his gratification. Sometimes he told customers he needed to add himself temporarily in order to test the systems. Other times he just added himself without even telling them. So... Well, now I'm wondering, too, where all they have cameras. Well, that was my thing. Like, do you have it above your bed? Right. Like, what the? <laughs> or or, or are, you, are you doing it in the front yard? <laughs> the, the, the entryway to your doorway? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Creepy, though, huh? Mm-hmm. I come into the room today extremely sore. Now, I can only say a couple of things, because this one will be on the air a little quicker than the last time I did Running Wild with Bear Girls. So I, in the next couple months, it'll be on. But they asked Caitlin and I to go out and do this show. It's an adventure show. With Bear Grylls, the survival expert, and we went up into the mountains in Northern California, and it was cold, and we, we had to sleep outside. It was two degrees. We were in sleeping bags, and it was two degrees. We didn't oh. hardly. We, we might have slept thirty minutes. Can you see how burnt my face is from like wind and? Yes, your lips are very red. Just and um, your nose. And so I had done the show before, but they they definitely took it up a level. And Caitlin had never, and she has no interest in really being on TV. And so she was great, like because she didn't know what to say when cameras were on her, which is great. She said exactly how she felt. I was very proud of her. She was so scared at one point of one thing we were doing that she started, tears were coming down her face. So how did you, how? We worked as a team. Were you just as scared too? It's weird. In crisis, and I'll consider that a crisis moment for for her and for me, because I don't like heights either. And it was a massive cliff. So I can tell you at this point, but in crisis period, when there are multiple people Different roles are then accepted. So because she was freaking out, I had to be the other role. Mm. I was like, whoa, whoa, we got this. We're going to blah, blah, blah. And but if she wasn't there, oh, tears uh, would be uh, <laughs> Right, okay. But she is, uh, she's hurting. She took, she took the day off work today. Oh, man. Because she, her shoulders and back, and it's just, it's very physical. I'm hurting too, but I had done that before, so I kind of knew what, what, what was happening. But I can't wait for you guys to see it. But it we left, and Caitlin said, I think Bear Girls is because we spend a lot of time with him, not just on camera. We, you know, make a little camp, like you stay on the show, and we spend the night there and we hang out for, you know, 10, 12 hours. She's like, I think Bear Girls is one of my top three favorite people I've ever met because he's exactly the same off camera as he is on camera. That's cool. Just the best. Can't wait for you guys to see the show. Well, do we have a time frame? Not one that I can share, but in the next couple to few months. Okay. It'll be out on uh, Nat Geo and Disney Plus. I'm very excited about that. She crushed it. I was so proud of her. So we did that. Eddie was telling me, 
we were talking yesterday because Eddie and I were talking about the, the football games that were on. And he was like, man, I had to do church with my, my family. And I was like, what do you mean you had to do church? He goes, well, we couldn't go, so I had to create church. What, <laughs> yeah. And so why did you decide to do this? Uh, you know, like I think the kids just kind of feel like, oh, great, we're not going to church, so we're not going to have church. It's cool. And we tried to do these little, like there's an illustrated Bible that we have. We would try to do two little pages from that a week, but it really it was nothing. So I was like, I need to do an hour, and I'm going to do coloring books. I'm going to get a sermon together, and we're going to do this right. Communion even. Mm. Oh, yeah, so recently we've been having problems with just kind of them disrespecting their parents a little bit. So I looked at the Ten Commandments. I'm like, ooh, honor your mother and father. That's what I'm talking about. So that's what I started with, a hardcore sermon of honoring your mother and father. Do you stand up and give the sermon? No, no, no. We just all sit at the table. I sit at the head of the table, and I look at them all in the eye, and I ask them a question like, let's go. And that's how I started, too. It's pretty funny. I said, let's go this week. How did you honor your mother and father this week? Oh, man, it was like 30 minutes, and they're like, I don't have anything here. <laughs> <laughs> and so you finished the sermon. Did you do communion? Uh, yeah, so so communion time comes, and I'm like, all right, what do we do here? We got Cheetos, and that's about it. <laughs> so we did Cheetos and, and grape juice. Nice. That's how we did the communion. It's about— You broke bread. It's symbolic. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. And they love it now. So now they're going to be at church and be like, what is this what crap the- like? <laughs> Excuse me, can I get the Cheeto right. option? Thank that's, you. That's funny. Yeah, so so now I'm, I'm down with the Ten Commandments, so I think I'm just going to have to go down the list of Ten Commandments, but then if, I'm like, how am I going to do murder and adultery? Like, So I don't know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I'm sure there's some YouTube tutorials for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was originally going to suggest, is your church not, because our church has, they put everything online and there's even a kids one too so you could if you're having a week eddie i'll give you the link if you're having a week where you're too lazy you don't want to do it i'll send you the link and they can do kids church on youtube (laughs) sounds good i'll I'll, I'll take advantage of that (laughs) but i like your plan maybe you should start streaming yours for us it's really (laughs) rough yeah yeah (laughs) you guys left these voicemails over the weekend this is number one from cooper in kansas city I am leaving Arrowhead after an AFC championship win, and I know that you are a Tom Brady fan, so I was just curious, truthfully, who do you have winning the Super Bowl this year? I would love to hear everyone's answers. Go Chiefs! I never bet against Tom Brady, period. (laughs) I've had him from the very start. I've I've had the Bucs, so... I've got to pick Tampa Bay, even though they are the under they're the underdog now by three points or so. You ready? Oh, I think that Mahomes is it's his time to climb, and I think this is the farewell to Brady. And unfortunately, I think Brady's gonna bow out and say, like, all right, there he is, guys. He beat me. He's your new champ. So Mahomes and the Chiefs will win. You think it's like wrestling? He's I, not gonna I, bow or someone out. Someone just goes, you know what? He no, did it. I yeah. feel like these just uh, like the Chiefs are gonna win it, and then Tom Brady's gonna say, like, hey, here we go. I did my time, and there he is. The Chiefs I, win. That is against everything Brady stands for. I know, but I feel like that's how it's going to turn and gonna, out. And Brady's going to come back next year. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's what I see. Well, okay, let's go to Amy here. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I clearly know what I'm talking about. Tampa Bay. Okay. <laughs> and, and why? Because Tom Brady's cute, like Tom, you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's a, you know, it's a coin toss. I don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo it. Okay, lunchbox. That's easy. It's Tom Brady. You know, you want to say he's done. We keep saying he's done. We thought he was done, and all he does is just find ways to win, and he's going to win again. That's all he does. There you go, Cooper. Thank you for the call. Here is Kayla from New Hampshire. I am a nurse working in the ICU during COVID. I just wanted to thank you guys for giving me some positivity on my way into work every morning. 
Um, right now is a really hard time for everybody, and you guys just really kind of brighten my spirits in the morning and when I leave at night. You know, you put a smile on my face, so I just wanted to thank you guys for that and tell you to stay safe. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Those calls mean a lot to us. Uh, Mike in Massachusetts. Here you go. This story comes to us from Belchertown, Massachusetts. Four years ago, Mike's favorite radio station got taken over by some nerdy guy and all his friends. This made Mike not very happy. He decided to give the show one week or he would find his music elsewhere. Fast forward four years to the winter of 2021, Mike not only listens to the Bobby Bone Show daily, he also listens uninterrupted on iHeart. He also has been seen sporting merch, and he's seen Bobby at the Comedy Tour in Northampton. My point, don't judge a book by its cover, because you never know what the ending will be. From Massachusetts, I love you all. Keep crushing it. One love. Pimp and joy. Speed team for life. I'm out. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Wow. He sounds like he has a voice for I thought it was a movie trailer. Uh, one final that I can play here. Here's uh, Danny from Virginia. Morning, studio. I just have a question. I just picked up my prescription for the second time. They've done this. They've told me a total, and when I get my receipt, it's 88 cents more. And now it's not about the money, it's 88 cents, but they've donated it to whatever cause they support and didn't ask me. Is that a thing? Like, shouldn't they be asked? Like, I'm happy to do it. I would have said yes, but I feel like I should have been asked. What do you guys think? I think you're absolutely right. You don't mess with people's money unless you ask people if you can mess with their money. You don't judge what people do with their money, and you don't do things with people's money without asking them what to do with it. She may need that 88 cents for something. Mm-hmm. And like she said, she probably would have said yes. But maybe she wouldn't have. Maybe she literally needed it. You're in the right for being annoyed by that. Or whatever cause they're supporting, that's not what you want to support for whatever reason. Probably is, though. Girl, yeah. I know. But, I'm, just, but, yes. I'm just saying it's yeah. your, yeah, like you're not about, you could put that 88 cents towards something you're passionate about instead of what the store is doing. Just don't mess with people's money unless you ask them. And then don't comment on what people do with their money because you would hate it if someone commented on what you do. With, like when people, celebrities like, oh, I can't believe this person spent this money. It's not your money. Yeah. Or this celebrity only donated $100,000 and they're a billionaire. First of all, it ain't your money. Secondly, who knows what they're doing that you're not watching? Uh. <laughs> all right, let's do the celebs in songs game. These are famous songs with celebrities in their lyrics. For example, that don't impress me much by Shania Twain. Here, here is the actual clip. Okay, so you're. Oh. That will be Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Okay. Right. So you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me. Right, right. That could have been a lot of them, too. It could have been Elvis, right? Because he's in there, too. I don't know in the same context yeah. lyrically. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. So write your answer down. If you miss it, you're out. Here is Unforgettable by Thomas Rhett. Name the uh, bleeped out celebrity. Whoa, and I tried to guess your middle name for 30 minutes, but we played that game. That Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'll give you a little I mean, more context. Like Hold on, because it didn't really, that that was not a good enough line. The mango Rita you were drinking and that bleep song that you were singing. Boom. That's helpful. Yeah. That mango Rita you were drinking and that bleep song that you were singing. All right, I'm in, I think. Okay. Lunchbox? Chesney. And that Chesney <laughs> song that you were singing. That will work. Amy? Uh, Coldplay? That Coldplay song that you were singing. Eddie? That's Coldplay, Bones. Here's the clip. That 
There you go. You know what else works? Because huh. this is the first thing that came to my head was George Strait song. Does he sing about George Strait in this at all? I don't think Probably so. not. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Lunchbox is out. Uh, here is Alan Jackson, Don't Rock the Jukebox. Don't rock the jukebox. I want to hear some John. Because my heart ain't ready. Because my heart ain't ready for the... You guys good? Yep. Yep. Amy? Rolling Stones. Eddie? Rolling Stones. Here we go. For the Rolling Stones. Nice. I don't, I don't feel like rocking. All right. Here is Loving on You by Luke Combs. Don't get me wrong. I like a bobber on the water. Hooking up and reeling a man. I like a Friday night slow ride. What? what? Here, hold on, let me give you the context because you're not going to love it. I like a Friday night slow ride, ba 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 b side. What on earth? Something in the reeling, oh man. Yeah, hit rewind and spin and again, close. Okay. Because yeah. reeling, I mean, was the line before that. Can okay. I hear it one more time, Bones? Yeah, yeah me too. And remember, after this, it goes b side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the rhyme. Go ahead. Don't get me wrong, I like a bobber on the water. Hooking up and reeling a man. I like a Friday night slow ride. B side. Oh, damn. Friday night. Uh, I like a Friday night slow ride. B side. Oh, man. You guys both struggling? I got a guess. <laughs> Does it? Are you, are, you, are you being intentional about that because it rhymes with side? Well, no, that's the end of the line. So, yeah, that's like ride inside. But whatever he says here doesn't necessarily doesn't need to rhyme with it, that. It's like, I like a Friday night slow mm-hmm. ride, ba 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 ba, B side. Ride and sl- ride and side rhyme. So, this is not a rhyme award. <laughs> okay. What do you have? What did you write down? Charlie Fried. Oh, she chased the rhyme. Interesting. Charlie Pride. I like a Friday night slow ride. Charlie Pride B side. I mean, that would sound cool. That's actually better. (laughs) (laughs) But is that it? Of course not. not. Of course that's not it. (laughs) Okay. Eddie? I did Alabama. Alabama B side. Well, that just doesn't flow to me, but what is it? Clearly, I don't even know. I don't know the real lyrics, so he's probably right. Well, it has three syllables, so at least you're right there. Alabama. Oh, that's four. Oh, wow. Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> is that four? Alabama. Alabama. But I'm singing it. Alabama. I sing it in three. Oh wow. Alabama. Okay, well, here, here it is. Brooks and Why have I never heard that? Neither. Okay, we'll keep it going. Uh, by the way, we're sudden death, so uh, buzz in with your answer. Okay. Somebody's gonna win this one. Um. All right, here we go. Let's do number seven, Raymundo. Let's get out of the country format. Ooh. Yeah, here we go. Oh, no- so that's a hint. Number seven. <laughs> Amy. Oh. Ah, I got her. <laughs> I was going to say Buddy Holly. Well, the name but... of the song is Buddy Holly. Oh. Got her. <laughs> you got me. Go ahead. Ooh, you like just like Buddy Holly. <laughs> oh, and Mary Tyler Moore. What's your answer? That's it. Mary Tyler Moore? Yes. E- without even hearing the beep. Yep. Okay, here we go. Mary Tyler Moore. Oh. Okay, I thought that was the rest of the song. No, she okay. won. No, that was it. Mary Tyler I got Moore. It. Dang. Wow, I beat Eddie in a music game. You did. Up. You did. She went in blind. To be Not fair, bad. she thought it was Buddy Holly, and we made fun of her. <laughs> That's right. If we just put a letter, she would have said that was her answer. Well, no, I heard it in my ears before. But I'd already rung in, so. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice win. Thanks. Uh, 
Okay, uh, Ray, let's drop that. You guys can hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. Leave us a voicemail if you want. Call us up. We'd love to talk to you. Thank you, guys. You know, Lunchbox did not win the $1 billion lottery, which I think he was disappointed by. Somebody in Michigan did. But he claims the lottery hates him. And why do you think the lottery has pinpointed you as the person it hates? I don't know. It just seems like it doesn't ever reward me for all the effort I put into it and all the dedication I've shown it over the years. It doesn't reward me ever. It doesn't give me a big prize. And for some reason, just the lottery hates me. It's out to get me. I spend all this money and it doesn't give any of the money back. And I just feel like it's something personal. The lottery has no loyalty. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care if you played yesterday. It doesn't care. It just, it's numbers. You know, it's weird to me to see states that don't allow gambling but allow the lottery because that's what the lottery is. There are some states like, we're not going to allow sports gambling, but they also have a lottery. Yeah. Because you can also take taxes from the sports gambling or, or a cut of that and give to schools, which some states do. Just weird how, pol- how politicians talk out of both sides of their mouth. So, all right, that's what's up. Amy, are you good? Yeah, I'm doing What's good. happening today? I'm uh, Kimberly from Little Big Town's coming over. To your house? Yeah. That's so cool. we're going to okay. record some stuff for my podcast and women of iHeart Country. So... That'll be good. Apparently, she's, um, I, yeah, she's going to come over. I was like, you don't have to come over. We can connect on Zoom. But she's just the sweetest person in the world. She's like, no, I'll be there. She did a podcast with me once, and she brought food, like cookies. So. Oh, so I should be prepared for that. <laughs> As she Watch rubs her, her hands together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What about you? Uh, we're, Mike and I are working on a new uh, podcast project that we've been kind of doing research for for the past few months. And so we start actually recording it this afternoon. So that's pretty cool. Don't want to say too much about it yet. Yeah, but, exciting. And also just resting after the weekend doing Bear Girls. Tomorrow we have on the doctor that did the height extending surgery on that guy. Oh, interesting. Okay. Where he was 5'11", but he like apparently broke his bones and yeah. $75,000, grew two inches. I saw that on my uh, calendar, uh-huh. you know, on my phone, and I thought for a second maybe my wife had an appointment for that doctor. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you just saw it in your calendar <laughs> yes. as a doctor? <laughs> yeah. Does she give you a hard time about your height? <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah. I was just like, why is she going to go see that doctor? Oh, you thought she was going to go. Was gonna yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's what's up. You guys have a great day. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. 